We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? It's Freedom Friday. Good morning, everybody. video by Miguelifornia. Great Dilly meme team member. Good morning, everybody. Morning, everybody in the chat. I see we got Hog. We got Laura. You know stuck. what woke means? Oh, it means sorry. you're a loser. Sorry about that. That was weird. Yeah, that's what woke means. It means you're a loser because everything woke turns to shit. Anyway, what's happening, everybody? It's Freedom Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Is my audio sound okay? I had a problem with it this morning. Just uh, let me know in the chat that my audio is all right. I think I got it fixed. It looks fixed. Smash the like button. Hit the thumbs up. Tell me you love me. It's Friday. 
We won't be doing Freedom Friday this evening. We'll probably be returning to the evening shows next week. Again, my co-host James, he uh, is attending to his mom's, having a little medical procedure going on. Everything's all right, but he's uh, doing the right thing as a, a great son. Anyway, Lorian's in the chat. I got EP unfiltered. Wicked gestures in the chat. Awesome. We got Steve from England. If you're new, you're new to the show and you're seeing the chat, don't be shy. We have a great group of people here. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Let us know where you're from. Hit the thumbs up. Don't be a fed and all that good stuff. We got a lot going on. A lot going on. I was laughing my ass off, and I think a few of you might have even shared it too. <laughs> These DeSantards last night came across a Salem radio poll. First of all, Salem radio is I, one of the DeSantards is like the biggest Republican radio station. No, it's not. Shut up. It is not. Barely anybody knows who the hell Salem media is. And then when you get into, oh, what's Salem media? Oh, they have Jeb Ellis's show on there. They have Dinesh D'Souza's show on there. I think Sebastian Gorka does something on there. A few others. It's it's not a giant platform. Anyway, they ha- they ran a grassroots straw poll. Presidential candidate straw poll. So they can harvest emails. The only reason they did it was to harvest emails. Because you could click on the link. You can put your email in, which they're going to send you all kinds of sale and media propaganda. And you can vote for the president. You'd like to see poll the best, right? Well, this morning I saw it. Laura Loomer had retweeted uh, uh, it and said, hey, Trump supporters, hit the link and vote. So I did. I didn't even realize it because I saw a screenshot of Ron DeSantis still losing in the poll, by the way. This was great. This was their big victory last night in this ridiculous fake Salem radio, Salem media straw poll was Donald Trump was somewhere at like 47%. And Ron DeSantis was at 44 and change. And they thought this was the big, the big victory that Ron DeSantis is gaining in the polls on Donald Trump. And then I went to vote. And I voted 19 times on one email. And then I voted over 20 times on another email. And then I voted five times on another email. It's a fake fucking poll. It's not real polling where you're asking a thousand people and getting a thousand responses. It's, hey, juice this poll for your candidate the best you can. I even gave Vivek a vote for one of my one of my emails. And you could vote a hundred times from the same email. It didn't matter. And the DeSantards were like, look, DeSantis is doing great in the polls. It's all fake. It's all fake and gay. That's what the Salem media poll that they were, and they were all retweeting it with the screenshots. And then it was great. So when all the Trump supporters realized that you can vote a hundred million times, they were doing that, and then it was like DeSantis was at like 47%, and, and Donald Trump was like at 66%. Like, come on. Can we just stop? Can we just stop the bullshit already? Your candidate's a loser. Your influencers are bigger losers for supporting this loser, this weirdo, this the poster boy of autism. Just stop. Just stop. St- Salem stock prices next to nothing. If their biggest person leaves, it's over for the company. 
Yeah, I mean they have some they have some big people on there with shows, right? You with Dinesh D'Souza. I don't know if Dennis Prager's on there or he's just on his own platform, but I I know he's been on with people on there. I actually they reached out to me and they wanted to for me to do a um uh a media spot, an advertisement spot rather uh, on one of their shows. So Grant Stinchfield, who I'd become friendly with because he likes my cigars and stuff, and we, you know, were chatting over Twitter and all, Instagram and all that stuff, and text message, and I'd sent him some cigars, and he had his show when he left Newsmax. When they canned him, he went over to Salem for his show. I don't even know if he's still there. So I said, you know what, let's do it. And I, I, I did a small media marketing campaign for Grant Stinchfield's show. And it bombed. I didn't get anything from it. Nothing against Grant. I think it's just Salem Radio, the way they run their advertising and things. And they wanted, then they wanted to, to charge me like four times the price to try it on Sebastian Gorka's show. And I'm like, no, fuck Sebastian Gorka, because he tried to shake me down for $5,000 for an Instagram post so he can sit there and take pictures of the cigars that I sent him for free that he loved, by the way. But he won't post about them unless I pay him $5,000 for an Instagram post because he has 400,000 followers. It's the problem I have with the the uh, conservative fucking grift. Now, Salem Radio is garbage, but I was so funny to see all of the DeSantard influencers, all of the ones who are grifting followers from each other, they're all promoting each other. Follow this person, follow that person. They all were new accounts, and they're all anonymous accounts. None of them are real. They have real, real people running them, but nobody's showing their identity because once they realize it's to the point of no return where DeSantard is out, they're all going to come crawling back to MAGA, and you're not going to know that that Twitter page with 12,000 followers was actually a big DeSantard influencer grifting and getting paid. They're going to come back and put their MAGA hat back on that they told you they burned, but they really didn't, and say, hey, guys, what's going on? I supported Trump the whole time, but you didn't see my anonymous Twitter page that I was shitting on you guys for the past year. They fucked them all. All of them. <clears throat> anyway, it's Freedom Friday. And technically tomorrow's Veterans Day, but happy Veterans Day to all of those who have served, who continue to serve, and say that officially, without you, well, this great experiment of America would have failed long ago, and they're still trying to make it fail. So thank you. And for all of those who want to support veterans, especially the current service members, you can go over to MyPatriotCigars.com, my company, and you can buy a deployed service member a cigar at a deep discount. You can also use promo code MAGA for 25% off. Actually, scratch that, until the 19th, you can use promo code VETERAN for 30% off the entire site, including buying cigars for deployed service members, our great veterans. And you can use the 30% off veteran code to buy your veteran husband, veteran boyfriend, veteran wife, veteran uncle, veteran in your family or friend, any cigars for 30% off at MyPatriotCigars.com. Buy a cigar for a deployed service member. They love getting cigars. We have, what, over 20,000 troops over in the Middle East, and I'm sure at some point the cigar uh, couriers that are, are facilitating the shipping to cigars for veterans overseas are going to say, hey, we're going to start sending cigars to the Middle East for these guys so they can enjoy it on the ship, off the ship, and, you know, wherever else they're dodging goat fucking cave dwellers. 
They love their cigars. Right, we are the show is in the house. Good morning. Go follow his Rumble channel. Go follow AP Unfiltered, his Rumble channel. <clears throat> You're running the tunnels for towers on Sunday. Where it, it, they're having one down in uh in your area in South Carolina. That's pretty awesome. If they are, they just uh they just opened up tunnel of towers. Just opened up a residence village villages. I forgot what it's called in Florida somewhere. I only know they were doing a ceremony. Eh, Buck Fiden's in the chat. Another day, not apprehended by the FBI. Good job, Buck. We like to hear that. Anyway, I don't know how long the show's going to go today. There's a lot of stuff going to get into. It's Friday. No time constraints here. And uh, I'm not going to be back tonight, so we're going to have some fun. Yeah, follow We Are The Show, and make sure you put your link up there, too. AP Unfiltered, the great moderator of MAGA Mornings. So... I wanted to start with this, and I, and I I saw this, and I didn't even think about covering it, but I I was just thinking about it this morning. I don't know if you guys saw this. This American lawyer, 77 years old, he lives, I think he lived in Panama, like he lives there now. Or maybe he was visiting, I don't know. Decides to pull a gun on climate protesters, cool, calm, and collective, and gun down two of them. Kills one right there at the scene, the other one dies at the hospital. Now... I'm not celebrating the fact that he just killed two people, even though I don't agree with their political ideologies because I'm not that way. But this whole thing where now you have pissed off people. This guy's 77 years old. Who knows how long he was a lawyer. He's an American, by the way. Ask them to move their shit. They don't, whatever. He doesn't get aggravated. He doesn't get enraged. Maybe he's got a screw loose. He's just tired of all of the woke climate bullshit because you know everything woke turns to shit or maybe you end up dead he pulls out a gun after he tries to move some stuff they move it back i don't know if somebody said to him i I hear different things somebody said oh shoot me and he pulls out a gun he shoots them both boom bang dead done so i get paid in killdozer fuel we got to build a killdozer a magadozer so Oh, they have the Tunnel Tower Ceremony. That's right, in Bluffton, South Carolina. I do. I know about that. I've seen that before. Good morning, Star Walker. So this guy, American lawyer in Panama. Now imagine, I don't think anything like this has happened in America. We know that they, the climate activists, climate terrorists, eco-terrorists, whatever you want to call them, are all over the place. They block streets in America all the time, but no one's pulled out a gun and shot them dead yet in America, yet, because... At some point, it may happen depending on how far they go and how, how, how aggravated people get. Tensions run high, tempers flare, and shit happens. And they'll use that to talk about guns. I don't think they will in this instance. One, because it happened in Panama, and two, the guy pulled out a pistol. Because, you know, pistols are okay. It's the big, bad, black AR-15s. Very racist against guns, you know, especially the big, the big burly black ones. But they, they, they owe them for the rounds. <laughs> Listen, they fucked around. They found out. I mean, I guess you could say that in a sense, but you know, they, they didn't have guns. I, I'm not. Listen, the the fact of the matter is, these climate people that are protesting this fake climate change who are being pressured into doing so by organizations, by the government, 
by the propaganda in the media are now putting themselves at risk, whether from being run over. I think there was an incident, an incident where a couple might have gotten hit or run over, but not killed in here in the country. This guy in Panama, he's like, nah, fuck it, I'm done. 77, I'm sure he's done. He's, he's going to go to, he did it on, on video. American lawyer in Panama has been arrested after he shot two climate protesters who were part of a demonstration blocking a highway. The tactic has been employed in the United States and other countries for a few years now, and people are absolutely sick of it. Authorities have to start dealing with this or people will take the matter into their own hands as this man just did. Now, I don't want to see people just getting shot willy-nilly because, one, people die, and I feel bad for their families, but, two, it's also going to start shedding a bad light on the people who are against climate change and be used against us even more than it already is when you speak out against climate change. They want to, hey, look at, look at RFK Jr. He made statements that he would love to see climate deniers jailed. So, you know, climate change, fake and gay. When you interrupt everybody's lives with your bullshit, fuck you, you got to go. I'm not arguing that fact, Hog. I'm really not. Um, he entered into hostage negotiations, didn't work out for them. American lawyer, 77, boom, shot two people dead, eco-protesters, eco-terrorists, whatever you want to call them, they're blocking a highway, backing up traffic. This guy obviously wanted to get on with his day. These people weren't having it, and he decided, you know what, I'm done. 77, an elderly American, been arrested after a gunman was caught on camera walking up to environmental protesters blocking, blocking a Panamanian highway Tuesday and blasting two of them to death. I don't know. It's just... I'm laughing because this is bizarro world now that this is this is happening. And I believe it's by design. They want this to happen. And maybe this is testing the waters. Oh, it happened in Panama. Let's see. Can we get this to happen in America as a false flag event so we can go after the guns some more? Because, by the way, a federal judge just did, and we'll get to that at some point. A federal j- judge did smack down uh, Joe Biden's ATF's plan to ban AR-15s. Yes, that happened. Disturbing footage showed a man with a gray hair with gray hair and glasses casually approaching the blockade on a Pan American highway and waving his finger while arguing with the demonstrators before pulling out a gun and opening fire. Other sh- footage showed people standing around bodies in the road in the chains sector west of Panama City at, as well as the gunman being cuffed and led to a squad car. He didn't even run. I mean, he's 77 years old. Here, here's the video. Here's the video. Look at this guy. Didn't come out with his gun. Oh, come on. With the, with the buffering. I don't know why it's doing this. Give me one second. Let me do this. I'll bring it right to Twitter. Oh, look at that. The video has been deleted. Maybe that's why. Did that just happen right now? Did that just happen? Is that why it's not playing? Hold on. That's why it's not playing. The video was just deleted. Well, you can go on. It's on. I think it's still on YouTube. It's got to be places on Twitter. Oh, that's crazy. I, I played it a little while ago just to see that the video worked to make sure. Two people are killed. <laughs> and they deleted the video. They're not going to allow the video being played. Maybe that was an unedited video. No, that one wasn't. They didn't show... 
it was it was kind of cut at the end, like most of them. That's crazy. But anyway, where do we go from this? Are we going to see it more? Is it going to are our climate activists going to uh, now realize that their lives are going to possibly going to be in danger, whether it be from people pulling out guns? other weapons or just getting run the fuck over because you're blocking. I don't care if you want to stand on the side of the road and erect and spend tens of thousands of dollars on neon fucking billboards about climate change. Cause I would love for you to just waste your money on that. So we can have something to chuckle at as we drive by it or stand on the side of the road with as many signs as you want. But the moment you start blocking roadways that's when it becomes a tremendous problem. People have places to go. They don't care about your climate bullshit. But the government, I can see using this again, violence, right-wing extremists, and this is why we have to go to all electric vehicles because, well, then we won't have climate activists protesting the use of fossil fuels and gasoline and oil for all of these machinery and vehicles that are that are polluting the air on our highways and we have to go all electric so we need government mandates and legislations to do that because you know the government loves that control and they will they will never allow a good incident or good crisis to go to waste yeah color me shocked the video deleted it was literally working an hour and a half ago when i when i when i checked it all run their asses over like Nevada police did. That was a crazy video. The guy was handcuffed to the trailer. I, I remember we, we played that when that happened. <laughs> anyway, like on the road to Burning Man and the native police not giving a shit. Yeah. Yep. It's wild, but... Again, I don't want to see people just get shot dead. I want to see people smarten up and say, hey, listen, this this climate activism, we can do it. We can, again, protest anything you want. I don't give a shit. Don't block roads. Don't interfere with people's lives. You have the First Amendment right. You have the right to assemble. You have the right to free speech. Nobody's denying that. We don't have to agree with it. But we should defend the the same right for them as everybody else for them to do that, except you don't fucking block the roads. Don't prevent people living their lives. Don't, no. And listen, otherwise there's a possibility some some guy's going to get out of his car who's tired of the bullshit and just completely done with this woke climate nonsense because, again, everything woke turns to shit. He's just going to pull a gun out and start blasting you. That's it. That's it. I'm going to see if I can... Hold on a second. Stand by. Stand by one second. We're live. This is what happens. This is what happens. No, I saw it here. I think... I do. I have it. Hold on. We got it right here from the independent. This should be it. Contained scenes that viewers may find distressing. There he is. Pulling the stuff away. He's got his gun out. 
Very poor trigger discipline, it looks like. He had his finger on the trigger. I'm moving this shit. You would think the guy pulled the gun, and there's the aftermath, it looks like. Yep, he's dead. And apparently he was still there. I don't think he fled the scene. I don't see him in this. There he is. I mean, they grabbed him. No, no handcuffs. They didn't cuff him. That's weird. That's weird. But there's probably an unedited video somewhere. I have not seen it. Gentleman from Texas is Sorry about that. I have not seen it, so I'm not sure. Fucking YouTube. I hate YouTube. I hate YouTube. You have the right to peacefully assemble, blocking a road, inherently not peaceful. Yeah, I mean, you can't. It's against the law. It's it's against the law. You can't. Um, oh, the native police one where they ran the people over. Yeah, I played that when we first, uh, when that when that story broke, We I covered that. That was crazy. I think the one guy was was handcuffed to a trailer, and the cop was like, done. And he got out. He's pointing the gun at people. They're going crazy. They're dragging him out of the street. No cuffs. Meanwhile, the FBI is on full-blown manhunt for January 6th protest tester. Yep, Howell, New Jersey. Now they're offering a $10,000 reward for him. They still haven't found him. He's um, nowhere to be found. And uh, the same FBI, and we're going to get into that too, the same FBI that's running around finding January 6th protesters, hunting them down, people that didn't even go into the Capitol, and they're going to be hunting a lot more. This is just one of many arrests they're going to start making. So I'm telling you now, if you're in D.C. on January 6th, whether you were there for the fucking one of the rallies, one of the legally allowed permitted rallies, or you were there for a fucking job interview on the other side of D.C., it is confirmed you are on a list. You were on a list. All out-of-towners that day are on a list, no matter what you were there for. And you're being watched uh, or at least looked into in the background of who you are and what you're about. And if you were at one of the rallies and you're able to be identified and you were outside in the where it was not restricted but now restricted, they're saying, at a legal rally with permits, you may get a knock on your door. It would be It would be wise to just touch base with legal counsel even just in case say hey i was there at this legal rally this is the rally i was at legally the capitol police they have it in their report of all the legal rallies and the times they were assembling i never went i was nowhere near the capitol but now they're saying it's a restricted area what do i do when the fbi knocks on my door or barrels through my door with a fucking flashbangs same fbi that 70 rhino Republicans, and we'll get into that soon, have voted to fund $300 million, give $300 million to that FBI so they can build a new state-of-the-art FBI headquarters. So 70 Republicans feel the need for bigger and better and stronger and bolder FBI to give them a state-of-the-art headquarters and other things so they can hunt American citizens because we are the enemy. That's how they look at it, because the government fucking hates you. They hate you. They care about themselves. That's it. All right. Moving on. 
Kevin McCarthy, our our favorite scumbag in Congress. Kevin McCarthy lashes out at the crazy eight Republicans. The crazy eight. That's great. I would happily and be proud to carry that title as a member of the House, knowing that I helped get rid of this rhino establishment piece of shit, fence-riding, Trump-aiding scumbag, Kevin McCarthy. Crazy eight Republicans who ousted him. That's who he's lashing out at. Wants consequences for their actions. Kevin McCarthy wants consequences against these crazy eight members of Congress who made it possible to get rid of this asshole. But he's, he's going to retaliate with his donors. Kevin McCarthy's not a stupid individual. He's a very calculated, evil piece of shit individual. So what he's going to do is he's going to fundraise behind their backs, and he's going to find what he feels as viable primary candidates for all of them and fund them and get his donors to fund them. That's what Kevin McCarthy's going to do. And don't sleep on it because Kevin McCarthy's very good at that. He's going, he's, he's very good at that. So let's listen to this. And Matt Gates responded to this, by the way. But let's listen to what this scumbag Kevin McCarthy has to say. This is a CNN. I don't know if this is an, this is a CNN interview he did. I think it is. And again, I don't know what it is with the videos today. That one was deleted. This one. Maybe they're messing with me today. Let's bring it up on Twitter. You imagine this says deleted too? There we go. Gates, you've been mentioning a lot. How much? Hold on one second, people. I don't know why everything's messing around. Matt Gates, you've been mentioning a lot. How much would the Republican Party benefit if you were no longer a member of the House, in your opinion? Oh, tremendously. I mean, people have to earn the right to be here. And um, I just think from... I got to stop a second. First of all, Kevin McCarthy's doing an interview with CNN. Second of all, the CNN reporter sounds like, like Oscar the Grouch on, on Valium or something. I mean, he'll admit to you personally, is he doesn't have a conservative bent philosophy um, and just the nature of what he focuses on. Do you think the House GOP should consider expelling him? Look, that, that's up to the conference. But I mean, I don't believe the conference will ever heal if there's no consequences for the action. What about them? Surprised you, Burchett and Nance? It just didn't. It seemed out of nature. But they, they, they seem to have changed during the time. They care a lot about press, not about policy. And so they, they seem to just want the press and the personality. Do you think Mace will have a difficult time winning re-election now? Yeah, I don't. Well, not because of this. I mean, if you've watched her, just her philosophy and the flip flopping, um, I, yeah, I, I don't believe she wins reelection. I don't think she'll probably have earned the right to get reelected. I think that you look at the district herself, yeah. So, in response, these members shooting back at the former speaker. So, of course, softball interview with CNN. Nancy, Nancy Mace is vulnerable anyway because she. this is the only thing, the only really good thing she's done in a long time, and people are tired of her in her district. But, um, you know, this is, this again, Kevin McCarthy pretty, pretty much making it clear 
that he is going to, there's going to be some sort of retaliation against all eight people. Kevin McCarthy is going to make sure of it. He will not forget. This is all he is thinking about. And he says the, G, the GOP would benefit tremendously if Gates was not a member of Congress, if any of these eight were not a member of Congress. Well, of course, because the GOP, the majority within the GOP is establishment uniparty members, including Kevin McCarthy. So, yeah, anyone who who rocks the boat does not want They don't. They don't want them in Congress. Kevin McCarthy and and his morons don't want him in Congress. So Matt Gates responded. It looks like it might have been on his podcast. Let's uh, let's see if this plays for us. One person who's had to make a move is Kevin McCarthy, former speaker. And honestly, I hadn't thought about him in a while, but it seems <laughs> I'm on his mind. We are. Uh, we're just getting this report from CNN. They asked McCarthy if I ought to be thrown out of the Republican conference. And, and he said that uh, the GOP would be better off tremendously if I were no longer in the party. <laughs> McCarthy, uh, directly being quoted here, says, quote, he doesn't have a conservative bent in his philosophy, just the nature of what he focuses on. Matt's goal was his goal to be the TV congressman. I, I think if you go and line up the number of TV interviews I've had with the number of, that McCarthy's had, he was sort of the TV speaker in the absence of substance. See, this is what they do. When, when I want to talk about budgets that balance, term limits, releasing the January 6th, they don't like real limits. accountability over the deep state, over the Biden family. They want to just say, oh, it's all personal. It's all personal. But they, they can't address the substance because they would be greeted a lot the way Carlos Jimenez's mention was greeted in Miami-Dade County. And, uh, and here, uh, McCarthy again on whether or not he thinks the GOP should expel that, uh, Gates. Here's McCarthy. That's up to the conference. But I mean, I don't believe the conference will, will ever heal <laughs> if there's no consequence for the action. Mr. Former Speaker, thoughts and prayers as you're going through <laughs> all of your stages of grief here. I know that you mocked and made fun of Tim Burchett for praying about his decision to vote to, to remove you. But you're still in our prayers. And maybe if you didn't mock prayer and engaged in some, you would have better peace and comfort. And at the end of the day, we all expect Kevin McCarthy to go back and return to the people who he's always represented in Congress on K Street, of course, not in Bakersfield. I don't think you'll be seeing him walk in the streets of Bakersfield anytime no. soon. But the, the notion that the Republican conference is going to kick me out for doing something that was exceedingly popular seems unlikely. The decision to fire McCarthy and replace him with Mike Johnson has been popular. Popular with Democrats, popular with Republicans, popular with independents. It may be one of the most popular things House Republicans have done. Now, the potential with Mike Johnson is admittedly unfulfilled. I think we've got to give this guy the opportunity to lead. We've got to work with him. When we cook. disagree, we've got to present our ideas. We've got to demand that we be heard. We've got to seek not just process, but outcomes that advance the American people. And I know that's what Mike Johnson wants. But if what Kevin McCarthy wants is to make a motion to throw me out of the Republican conference, I guess all I can really say is bring the effing motion.
I agree. And again, you know, I, I was saying when this was all going on about the Speaker of the House and people talking, you know, chaos, chaos, with chaos brings accountability. I was on uh, Steak, for Pod, uh, Steak for Breakfast podcast uh, uh, maybe about a week ago, and Eli, Congressman Eli Crane was one of the crazy eight who vacated, and I thanked him for it as an American voter, and I, I, I congratulated him on being part of history because this has never happened before. And it sends a message to if you're going to be a bag of shit speaker of the house and not lead the party the way Democrats would never do this. Let's get that part right. Lead the party the way we need it led America first. Whatever you want to call it, not how much money can we print to give to foreign nations, among other things. Then that this is what needs to be done. That's the history that needed to be made. It was made. Precedent was set. Now, Mike Johnson, we're letting him cook. We're seeing what he can do, what he can govern. It can happen to him. It can happen to anyone. And to be honest with you, I don't care if it happens 10 times. If we have to get through that many people who are going to actually sit in that seat and do what's needed. On the same token... There, you know, we have to realize that the establishment and the moderates are going to clown us. They're going to say, "Look at these people. Look at these America First people. Look at the Freedom Caucus. Look at these MAGA people." Again, the Republican Party is there for the taking. That is how weak and gutless they are. And MAGA needs to just kick the doors down and fucking take it. That's what needs to happen. These people in Congress, some of them have balls, most of them don't. And we need major, major, major action because business as usual is not going to fly. And as of right now, I will still say it because of what's happening currently in the House. I mean, 70 Republicans voted to fund the FBI, $300 million. I don't see us retaining the majority in 2024. I just don't. I want to. I want to see more. I want to see more people get primaried by America First candidates. I want to see candidates that are currently in races who I really like, like J.R. Majewski in Ohio's 9th District, like Joe Kent in Washington State. I want to see them. They should be in Congress already. But again, Kevin McCarthy made sure those two were not elected to Congress. Kevin McCarthy is going to war on America First, on candidates. Kevin McCarthy is going to war on MAGA Republicans running for office. The RNC is at war with MAGA. Hence the reason the RNC, the head of the RNC needs to be completely chopped off. The Botox queen of the RNC, Rona McDaniels, she needs to be out. Mitch McConnell, old glitch McConnell over there, out. It's the only dramatic step forward to save face of the Republican Party to start winning elections again. Because I'm, I, I, my, my gut feeling is we're not going to win anything with the current leadership and the way the establishment, the uniparty, the RNC, the GOP will be attacking America first and MAGA candidates. They want to exterminate MAGA. They want to have a MAGA hat 
burning ceremony on Capitol Hill attended by the Uniparty, Republicans and Democrats. And they would love to see Donald Trump swinging from a tree off in the distance. Kevin McCarthy is one of them, one of many. It is a fucking fact. There's no argument about it. <clears throat> There's none. And then you have, you know, again, we spoke yesterday about the subpoenas that were issued, Hunter Biden, uh, James Biden, right? Jim Biden, uh, uh, Sleepy Joe's brother, and others, bank accounts, the checks, the $200,000 payment, the $40,000 payment, the millions from China and all that. Well, Comer, chairman of the Oversight Committee, yesterday comes out and they issue additional subpoenas. There are subpoenas being flown, just thrown around everywhere, impeachment inquiries and impeachments, articles of impeachment. We're going to get into some of them. I say release the January 6th tapes or Johnson can go too. I agree. The January 6th tapes are a big thing for me. They need to be released unredacted to the American public, not just given to some stupid media outlet to do what they want with them, to the American public. So Joe Shit the Ragman can go on j6tapes.gov and I don't care if you have to prove you're an American citizen, whatever it is, you, you put something in and boom, you have access to it all. Everybody. I don't care if you have to log in if that's what it takes, and it all has to be unredacted. Unredacted, unrestricted. But again, they may release them, but they're not going to release all of them, and they're going to fall on the fall back on the well. We have to protect the identity of certain individuals, FBI and federal government assets, not necessarily all agents like I've spoken about in the past, but assets that were there that were made to be there. Otherwise, they'd be facing prison time for, say, the white-collar crimes that they've committed, which turned them into um, slaves of the federal government to stay out of prison. Because we know that that happens. So Comer issues additional subpoenas to Hunter Biden's associates, including art gallerist and Democrat donor who purchased Hunter's art. I like this one. I like this one because it's the the whole mystery of who is buying this art that Hunter is making with a fucking straw blowing through it. The blow art. I mean, we know the guy's into blow, but now he's blowing paint through a straw on canvas and it's being sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars and it all has to be hush-hush. And the press secretary will say, well, we don't have any any dealings with Hunter's private life and his art galleries and donors and just seems to me and a lot of other people, rational thinking people, that this is another pay-to-play operation. Another pay-to-play operation, a pay for access to the Biden name and for government influence and to possibly crafting of policy, legislating, whatever it might be, influence, political influence. There are artists out there that have been painting for their entire fucking lives who do gallery opening and gallery show and art show after art show after gallery show after gallery show, New York City, Los Angeles, wherever, 
and can't get ahead and can't get anybody to buy their paintings for $5,000. This fucking drug addict, Hunter Biden, decides I'm going to be an artist and find myself and start blowing paint through a straw on canvas and they're selling for $500,000 immediately. Come on. This is how stupid they think we are. This is how much the government and ruling party hate you. This is what they're doing. It's really, it's really, really disturbing. It's really disturbing that people are actually buying this shit. I mean, just buying that, that, that he's just selling art. So Comer issues the subpoenas for um, the art gallerist and the Democrat donor who purchased, purchased Hunter's art. Who's going to block the subpoenas? Who's going to ignore the subpoenas? Who's going to be held in contempt of Congress for doing so? I mean, Steve Bannon, it was just out yesterday. He's appealing. They want to put him in jail for four months for obstructing a congressional subpoena for, for just, you know, we're not, we're not going to bother with it. What's going to happen with any of these people if they do it? Because make no mistake, do you think Hunter Biden's going to show up in a closed-door meeting which should be public, with Comer and all of these Republican members of Congress. I mean, I don't know. Would, would it surprise you if he if he didn't show up? House oversight. Oh, we're gonna get into that too. Robin Sue, are you new? If you're new, glad you're here. Glad you're here. Hit the thumbs up. Join the chat. I don't recognize your name, and I love the fact that every day we're getting somebody somebody new that's actually, maybe they've been watching a little while and they're nervous about coming in the chat. Come in the chat. We we want everyone chatting amongst each other, and I'm, I'm going to chat with you. So welcome, Robin Sue, if you are new. Thanks for being here. Much appreciated. 8 a.m. every morning, every weekday morning, Monday to Friday. House Oversight Chairman James Comer on Thursday issued additional subpoenas to Hunter Biden's associates, Eric Sherwin, or Eric Schwerin, whatever, Hunter's art gallerist, George Burgess, and Elizabeth uh, Naftali, the Democrat donor who purchased Hunter's art. The subpoenas came one day after Comer subpoenaed Hunter and James Biden for in-person depositions as part of his committee's impeachment inquiry. The Republican-led Committee on Oversight issued subpoenas to Hunter Biden's business associates, Eric Schwerin and Mervyn Yan. Uh, Hunter's gallerist, George Burgess, Hunter's art patron and major Democratic donor, Elizabeth Neftali. Additionally, Chairman Comer requested a transcribed interview with a former AmeriCorps Holdings LLC representative regarding loans the Bidens received. And it goes into who these people are. Who is Eric Schwerin? Hunter Biden's business partner and president and Rosemont Seneca Partners. Eric Schwerin visited the White House at least 36 times during the Obama years, according to a new Fox News report. 36 times. Wow. Must be, uh, must be a somebody. Eric Schwerin also had a sit-down meeting with Joe Biden. He also re reportedly in charge of the – he was – okay, sorry. I lost my place. He was reportedly in charge of the transfer of Joe Biden's documents to the University of Delaware. That's interesting. This is the same guy who was involved in transferring classified information to Ukraine. Hmm. This is uh, somebody that 
they subpoenaed somebody else. Who was Hunter Biden's art gallerist, George Burgess? According to the New York Post, Soho art dealer George Burgess has strong ties to China. Of course he does. And was once arrested for terrorist threats. Hunter's garbage artwork has a f- <laughs> will range from 75000 for works on paper to 500000 for large-scale paintings. Look at this beautiful painting right here. What is it? I see a hand. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's beautiful. Would you pay? I'd pay $500,000 for that. What about you? Come on, people. Former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki claimed in 2021 that the gallerists will not share information about buyers or prospective buyers, including their identities, with Hunter Biden or the administration, which provides quite a level of protection. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that in June of 2021. However, it was later reported that Hunter Biden did meet with potential buyers for his artwork at a private affair in Los Angeles. Of course he did. Art is one of the best ways to launder money. 100%. One, 100%. Gulfstream, I don't remember which Halloween meme it was. I saw your I I I saw your comments. I have to find it. I don't remember which one. If you could I I'll, I'll I'll try to find it, but I don't know. I don't remember which one. I'll send it to you. If I, I'll send all the ones that were sent to me, I'll, I'll, I'll send over to you. Who is Elizabeth Neftali? Another Biden pay-to-play scheme revealed was revealed over the summer. A major Democrat donor and Biden-appointed commissioner was revealed as a buyer of Hunter Biden's garbage artwork. Democrat donor, Biden-appointed commissioner, and she's buying Hunter Biden's artwork. The, the art gallerist... Okay. He has strong ties to China. I mean, are we reading a a movie script here? I I don't understand it. According to Business Insider, Hunter Biden learned the identity of at least two of his buyers, and one of the buyers got a favor from the Biden White House. How many buyers did he have? One buyer identified as a Los Angeles real estate investor and major Democrat donor, Elizabeth Hirsch Naftali, was appointed to a prestigious commission by Joe Biden. According to Insider, in July 2022, eight months after Hunter Biden's art debuted in a Soho gallery, Joe Biden appointed Naftali to the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. Is that after she bought a large piece, a very expensive piece of Hunter's art? It is unclear if the appointment occurred before or after she purchased Hunter Biden's art. The deal was in place. She wanted this uh, Biden administration appointment on this commission for preservation of America's heritage abroad. In turn, she would spend a lot of money or spent a lot of money on Hunter Biden's art. That's pay to play. That's money laundering. That's, that's, I mean, it's bribery. Additionally, Neftali has visited the Biden White House more than a dozen times and has met with senior advisors. What is America? What is AmeriCorps Holdings LLC role in the Biden crime family? In 2018, Jim Biden received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps Health LLC, the failing bankrupt rural hospital operator. And according to bankruptcy documents, Jim Biden received the loans based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections. It's all about money. It's all about investments. It's all about enriching and self-serving. Politics. Here you go. Establishment, uniparty, politics at work. 
Here's the two. We don't have to keep rehashing this. Here's the two hundred thousand dollar check again to the big guy. Loan repayment, another forty thousand dollar check. Blah blah blah. Keeps happening. AmeriCorps, false claims, fraud, loans, money, China, art, crack, pieces of shit, commies. That's what they are. What's going to come out with these subpoenas? Are we going to get these people answering the hard questions first? The hardest part is getting them there. Easy part, giving them subpoenas. Hard part, getting them there. Hardest part, have them answering questions. How many of them will plead the fifth? Hunter Biden can walk in there and they can ask him to state his name and he can sit there and say, I plead, I exercise my right to plead the Fifth Amendment. You have to do it to every question. Even what, what is your name? That's what you have to do. And I'd hate to break this to you. It's the smartest fucking play anybody can do in a situation like this. Especially if it's Democrats that, a subpoena, that throw a subpoena on Republicans. Because they, Roger Stone went through it. Twisted testimony. So when they subpoenaed him for the January 6th bullshit, he went in there. Hours and hours and hours, I think 500 questions. Maybe I'm a little off on the number of questions, but it was hundreds. He pled the fifth every single time. And you have to. You can't just, you can't just answer what you want and plead the fifth. You have to, oh, every question. That's the way you have to do it. That is something that everyone has the right to do. And unfortunately, we, if they show up, we may see that. Or they're going to come in. Thinking, eh, big dick swing, and I got this. These Republicans, fuck them. Everybody hates them anyway. And I'm going to, you know, are they going to get Hunter Biden to lie on the stand? Do they already have enough on Hunter Biden where he's going to be willing to cooperate and throw daddy under the bus? Some people seem to think that. I'm not so sure. What do you think? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know what I think about that. I have my, I go back and forth with it. Do they have so much on Hunter Biden that they're poking and prodding him? You know, the, the indictments, all this bullshit, the taxes, the firearms, and they have something bigger on him. Like they know, and they're like, Hunter, you're our guy. You're, you're, do you want to spit? Your father is 80 years old. Do you want to spend 20, 30 years in prison? Or do you just want to get this over with and cooperate? We're number five, front page of the podcast section on Rumble. Thanks to all you great people. Hit the smash button, smash the thumbs up, hit the follow, follow it. Thank you. AP Unfiltered just put that in. <laughs> Remember, he's a lovely father looking for his child, loving his child. Joe Biden's biggest crime is being such a caring father. Fourth season of House of Cards mixed with who's on first circus. <laughs> circus clowns running loose. Oh, it's so great. It's so fucking great. <laughs> Can we get any good yayo to understand all this? I think we'd have to be really high to understand most of this. Or to actually just accept it that this is the world we live in where these people can do whatever they want, whenever they want. It is wild. So somebody brought up in the chat, I think uh, our new newcomer, Robin Sue, did I get your name right? You had mentioned something about uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn, who, if you remember, 
was on the short list in um originally when Joe when Donald Trump was looking for uh running mates for vice president <clears throat> but she actually declined she's she's a big trump supporter but before that it'll be interesting to see what the art gallerist does who owns the art gallery i was ties to china when he gets his subpoena the democrat donor that bought the art to ask that individual her hard questions what they're going to do with the subpoena what their legal counsel is going to do. I don't know if there's the appeal process for the subpoenas to try to drop subpoenas. There probably is. I'm not a lawyer. But if there's a, a legal, if there, if there is a easy path for Democrats to play uh, lawfare effectively, bet your ass they're going to do it because the Democrats are very good with lawfare. They're, they're, be- they're better at lawfare than Republicans are. They always have been. Republicans need to get, the- need to get their heads out of their asses, and this is why the RNC needs to be just burned to the ground and, and, and reformed. I, w- I would love to see – I got to see how to do it. Get a petition going. We need some big accounts. Get a petition going for the support for Scott Pressler to be RNC chair. And I'll be honest with you, and I was talking to somebody very close in the inner circle of Trump, and I says, listen, I love to hear the words. Just Trump Trump needs to just say it. You know, Rona, you're not doing a good job. Maybe it's time for you to step aside. But I get the whole inner workings of, of politics, and it sucks. It's the most seedy industry in the world is politics. There's nothing more seedier and dirtier and swampier and corrupt in politics and to be on the path to fix that is a really really bumpy one and could be a deadly one for some people unfortunately like no shit speaking of deadly how about our boy jeffrey epstein who did not kill himself senator Marsha blackburn and she's from tennessee she's on fire a lot She's a no-nonsense senator, I believe. Again, I'm not, you know, praising her like she's some fucking hero. She's a politician just like the next guy. She announced his subpoenas for Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. All right? That's exactly what we're getting into, Robin Sue. It's exactly what we're getting into. Tired of the Johns getting away. 100% agree with you. The DOJ is worried about announcing the... Uh, breakup and apprehension of people that have this big prostitution network going that elect out of Massachusetts, I believe, that elected officials and doctors and military officers were all paying for. And we're gonna there's an update on that too. We're gonna get into at some point. But Marsha Blackburn, I love this. I don't know who this. We'll get into the article. Subpoenas for Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. I really want to see the Elaine Maxwell client list to be released. I think that is big. This is a start. Let's see. Yeah, everyone saw the flight logs. Everyone saw them, but apparently these are the private. There there are other flight logs that maybe were not part of that 116 pages, OG Nick. I'm not 100% sure because they're out there. 
and you can see a lot who are on them, but I don't know. Let's get into it. Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee during a committee hearing announced that she had filed a subpoena demanding the release of flight logs associated with the late Jeffrey Epstein, a figure notorious for his disgusting pedophilia and connections with high-profile individuals in human trafficking and sexual abuse. Oh, that is so, that is so great. We are the show. That, that sums up politics right there. That should be a shirt. Everyone's got a smile on their face and a knife behind their back. Politics. American politics. That's the definition of American politics right there. Where everyone greets you with a smile, but has a knife to stab you in the back. <laughs> Blackburn has set her sights on the private flight logs of the late Jeffrey Epstein. Since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I file that I filed this a subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane, Blackburn announced. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein, I think it's very important that we identify everybody that was on the plane and how many trips they took on that plane and the destinations to which they arrived, she added. So, I don't know, private flight logs are here in bold. We saw... Uh, so. The, the flight logs that we saw, those 116 pages, are they not the private flight logs? Are there different ones? You know, they released some bullshit reduced list of names. I don't know. New PSYOP, hurry up, tinfoil up, distractions upon distractions. They'll try to distract away from this. Will we uh, hear anything about these subpoenas? All right, so here is... Here's Marsha Blackburn, Senator Marsha Blackburn, speaking about it. <clears throat> Mr. You, Chairman. Lady G. I seek recognition. Senator Blackburn. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I think we all know what this is about, and uh, you all have been after Justice Thomas. We are fully aware of this. And I, I think that uh, the whole charade is truly disgusting. Now, if we go back to the Dobbs leak, and I'm one of those, I'd like to know who the leaker is. Oh, they know. I'd like to know why they did it. But since that leak, our Supreme Court justices, especially Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Barrett, they have been subjected to threats on their lives. Their families have been subjected to threats on their lives. And yet... This is what you and Senator Whitehouse are choosing to focus on is a discrediting of the court. And we know what this is about. We should be talking about protections for the court. I, I think that it appears that what you're doing is you're going after them because right now you don't agree with some of the decisions that are coming out of the court. So instead of letting them exercise and fulfill their jobs, what they're required to do, what are you doing? You're going after a way to delegitimize the court as an institution. Tennesseans know this. We see it. But, you know, Senator Graham mentioned Justice Sotomayor. Now, this summer, what we learned was that over the years, her staff 
has pressured public institutions to buy her books. And these books and her book deals have earned her $4 million. <laughs> and I haven't heard you mention that. None of you have mentioned that. You don't want to talk about that. Nor have you mentioned the fact that she refused to recuse herself from not one, but two copyright infringement cases concerning her book publisher. You, you all want to talk about ethics. talk about that one either. So I have filed an amendment issuing a subpoena to Justice Sotomayor's staff. I love it. Who helped to sell her books as well as to her book publisher so we can <laughs> fully understand the backstory of these deals. And since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I filed. <laughs> a subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein, I think it is very important that we identify everybody that was on that plane and how many trips they took on that plane and the destinations to which they arrived. I've also filed a subpoena authorizing Secretary Becerra to come before this committee and explain to us how HHS and the Office of Refugee Resettlement has lost track of 85,000 yep. children. In addition, I filed a subpoena to compel the Biden DOJ to provide all documentation about their disastrous decision to terminate the successful China initiative. That was a program that was critical to targeting and prosecuting Chinese spies in America. Queen of subpoenas over we've here. We got to get to the bottom of the far left's effort to take down President Trump. That's why I filed a subpoena for all documents relating to any political donations and participation by special counsel Robert Mueller's staff. And let's talk about the two tiers of justice that we're all seeing that in the Biden exist, administration. Marcia. This administration loves to talk about misinformation, but they clearly have the goal of censoring conservative speech online. That doesn't happen. And the latest example <laughs> of this, DOJ, on behalf of the FTC, filed a privacy and securities practices suit against Twitter. So I think we need to get to the bottom of President Biden's efforts to silence Elon Musk. That's why I filed a subpoena to compel DOJ and the FTC to provide all documents related to the investigation of Elon Musk. So, Mr. Chairman, I think there are real issues that we should be talking about, social media and the way it's destroying our kids' lives. Wall Street Journal has an article in on this today. Our southern border is wide open. It is a vulnerability. The president's administration has lost track of 85,000 children. The world is on fire. But what you have chosen to do is to launch an assault on the legitimacy of the Supreme Court. If you want to take up our time and go there, Mr. Chairman, 
we can all go there. I think this is a sad day for this committee and for the confidence that the American people would like to have in our institution and in this prestigious committee. Marsha, oh, I like it. Marsha Blackburn, America's grandma. For the record, for the record, everybody, Marsha Blackburn did not kill herself. Marsha Blackburn, I hope, has some great security as a United States senator. I hope that she affords herself the best security. And uh, I would just be careful, like Buck Fiden said, getting on any flights to anywhere anytime soon, just to be careful. Marsha wants to shake the tree and make all of them open their wallets. Unless we have a real game changer on the Senate, this never stops. Well, it has to start somewhere. Nobody wants to launch subpoenas. And here we go with several that she wants to file. But I can say on the politician side of it, because we'll see, will you get text messages and emails soliciting donations from Marsha Blackburn's campaigns asking you for money based off the subpoena she's filing? It happens with every politician, every single one. But when the subpoenas are issued, hopefully they're issued and they're served, maybe we'll get some answers. Here's the thing. They will try to bury this. We have to remember, Marsha Blackburn filed these subpoenas. 85,000 kids lost. They know where they are. Homeland Security facilitating trafficking of children with our money through NGOs and everything else. The Epstein flight logs. I wish she mentioned the client list. Where are the people that paid for the sex from young girls? Where are the pedophiles? Why aren't they hanging from trees yet? Yeah, you're probably right, Lauren. It's probably half a million kids. We don't know. Yeah, the upcoming war will serve to silence all this shit. But we can't, it's people like us that can't let it be silenced, that have to keep it. I'm telling you right now, like, I, when, when the big war kicks off, I'm not going to sit here and talk about it. I'm not going to sit here and talk about this whole big war and what's happening and why and the winds. It's America first, bring them home. Why are we there? Look, Americans are dying. Let's talk about the kids that are missing at the border. Let's talk about the southern border. Let's talk about our economy. It's all going to be a big distraction. 100%. That number 85,000 grew by now. Death penalty for the traitors. You can't disagree with that. It's now a matter of weeding them out. We know who they are. Weeding them out and, and proving it. Subpoenas flying all over the place, impeachment inquiries, articles of impeachment all over. Again, I like what I'm hearing. I hope, listen, the Democrats want to just make it seem that the Supreme Court is shit. They want to delegitimize it. They want to, because of course we have the conservative majority. And I didn't know that about uh, what's her name, Sato Mayor, whatever the hell her name is, the 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 liberal justice about it. I didn't even know she had a book deal. I had no idea about a book deal. I'd love to know more information about her staffers. 
uh, pressuring people to buy the book. $4 million as a Supreme Court justice in a book deal. I mean, I will say this because Supreme Court justices are not elected and they're there for life. I can't say I have a problem with a Supreme Court justice writing a book. I have a problem with members of Congress, whether it's Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan, a Democrat, and, and um, Adam Schiff, whoever it is. I have a problem with members of Congress who have two-year terms spending the time to write a book, publish a book, and sell a book while we're fucking paying them. To me, it's a theft of service. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Matt Gates or Jim Jordan. They wrote a great kick-ass book. You did it on government time, you fuck. You, give me a break. Tell me, tell me none of that book was written in a congressional office on congressional time, and I will call you the biggest fucking liar there is to call somebody because it's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. And I have a problem with that. Raising money, writing books, selling books. I just, you work for us. You have two-year terms. You spend half of it campaigning anyway. Get to work, 100%. They just busted, I spoke about that yesterday, Robin Sue, and I have a update on that. They they busted a brothel network, and the only names listed are the three guys that ran it, no client list, and they have all of the names because they had to register with IDs and everything else. Another distraction but they want to hunt January Sixers like fucking dogs through the woods of New Jersey who didn't even go in the Capitol. They're going to keep hunting January Sixers who, was ne- who were never in the Capitol because it's game time, people. It's election time. And Donald Trump is leading in the polls and gaining support and all of his MAGA hat wearing January 6 insurrectionists that are running around that were in a non-restricted area that they now just made a restricted area. They have to serve more of the message and say, you support this guy, we're fucking coming for you. So, at least Marsha Blackburn is there on the record and doing something. It has to start somewhere. It all has to start somewhere by somebody speaking up, speaking out, and doing something. And filing the subpoenas and speaking out at these hearings so we can hear it makes shakes the trees and, and makes some moves, so be it. We can hold her accountable when nothing happens, when, when, when none of it happened. So she's on notice. Marsha Blackburn, senator out of, out of Tennessee, you are on notice. You have started shaking the trees. Finish shaking the trees. We want to see that those subpoenas are served. And we want to hear that they're enforced. We want to know we want action, not business as usual. So she put herself on notice by... Making this happen, we have to hold her accountable and her feet to the fire to make sure she follows through. Of course, they're trying to destroy a constitutional republic. They want us destroyed. <clears throat> and somebody mentioned it before. I think it was Buck Fide and Marjorie Taylor knee pads, our favorite congresswoman. Marjorie Taylor knee pads. <laughs> Listen, I have to give her credit where credit's due. I like that she's, and this is what I wanted to see the entire Republican conference do is go after Alejandro Mayorkas and Merrick Garland over Joe Biden because I think that there's more to go after there and you have a better shot at going after the lower-level minions 
than going after Joe Biden, who's so well insulated, who we know is not going to get removed from office. So Marjorie Taylor knee pads, House set to vote next week on impeaching DHS Secretary Mayorkas following the tragic death of two Americans by traffickers. Now, this will be something to take note of who is not on the Republican side. Who will vote against impeaching Secretary Mayorkas for facilitating trafficking and the deaths of so many at the southern border and the invasion of America and the destruction of our property and destruction of our economy and destruction of our cities? Someone needs to be held accountable, and it needs to be Alejandro Mayorkas, who's been a, a, a government bureaucrat for, what, 30, 40 years? Just complete garbage shit that he's been the entire time. So you have to start taking note on how Republican members of Congress are voting, individual votes. You really have to start paying attention. Like the 70 Republicans that voted to fund the FBI $300 million to build their new headquarters. But let's start with this. Who's going to vote against, on the Republican side, who's going to vote against impeaching Secretary Mayorkas? That's what we have to find out. In a move that is expected to compel a swift response from the House, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene has introduced privileged articles of impeachment against Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. The privileged nature of the resolution mandates the House to vote on the impeachment against Mayorkas within two legislative days. Representative Green's action comes on the heels of a tragic incident in which two of her constituents were killed by human traffickers near the border due to Mayorkas' failure to control the border and to prevent the entry of terrorists, human traffickers, drugs, and other contraband into the United States. I want to stop with this, and, and I, I, I wish I did. I saw it, and I, I don't have the clip. There was a congressman that they had spoken to, older gentleman. I don't know where he was from, and I forget his name. He's not not a big firebrand or anything that you just know who he was. He was stopped outside the Capitol, and he was asked about the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. And his, his answer was that he's not interested in any peripheral impeachments other than impeaching Joe Biden. And I have a problem with that. This asshole knows this impeachment of Joe Biden is going to go nowhere in the Senate. Maybe Alejandro Mayorkas is going to go nowhere as well. However, why can't you do both? No one's asking you to give up one for the other. Why can't you do both? So when you hear a member of Congress say, I'm not interested in any other type of impeachments other than Joe Biden, they are gaslighting and full of shit. They're just, they're pieces of shit. Why can't we do them both? Why can't we do all of them? The privileged nature of the resolution mandates the House vote on the impeachment against him in two legislative days. Just yesterday, actually, I'm gonna, there's a video. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read her transcript. I'm gonna play the video right here. So let's listen to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on this. Mr. Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I seek recognition to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The form of the resolution is as follows. Impeaching Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, for high crimes and misdemeanors. Resolve that Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, is impeached 
for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate. Articles of impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and of the people of the United States of America against Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, in maintenance and support of its impeachment against him for high crimes and misdemeanors. Rather than adhering to an oath he took to defend and secure our country and uphold the Constitution when he was sworn in as Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas has engaged in a pattern of conduct that is incompatible with the laws of the United States as follows. Article 2 of the Constitution requires that the executive branch, which today includes the Secretary of Homeland Security, ensures the laws passed by Congress and signed into law by the President are faithfully executed. The Secure Fence Act of 2006, Public Law 109 through 367, requires that the Secretary of Homeland Security maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders of the United States. In his willful admittance of border crossers, terrorists, human traffickers, drugs, and other contraband, Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas has failed to maintain operational control of the border, thereby violating the Secure Fence Act of 2006. The Guarantee Clause set forth in Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution dictates, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. And on application of this legislature or of the executive, when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence, the Guarantee Clause clearly dictates that the federal government has a constitutional duty and obligation to protect each of the states from invasion. Mr. Speaker, could you call the House to order, please? The House will be in order. Members are advised to take their conversations off the floor. The gentleman will continue. As Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas has violated his oath to uphold this constitutional duty by allowing the invasion of approximately 10 million illegals across our borders. The ongoing invasion at our southern border is a direct national security threat against the states and against the citizens therein. Secretary Mayorkas has willfully abandoned his duty to secure the border and protect states against invasion, thereby violating Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. To wit, since Mayorkas has headed the Department of Homeland Security, there have been approximately 10 million illegal border crossers who have invaded our country at our border. This is broken down between 8 million encounters and approximately 1,800 known gotaways who have evaded United States authorities and are roaming the interior of the United States. At least 280 people on terrorist watch lists caught while attempting to cross the border between ports of entry. Approximately 400,000 unaccompanied illegal children encountered at the southern border with at least 85,000 of these children having gone missing. At least 1,424 deaths 
of illegals at the southern border. Approximately 73,000 special interest aliens arrested at our border, which are aliens from a nation that promotes terrorist activity, harbors terrorists, or poses a security threat to the United States. This is the number arrested at the border, not counting, however, many of the 1,800,000 known gotaways are special interest aliens. Terrorist cells. 659 special interest aliens from Iran. Approximately 6,386 special interest aliens from Afghanistan. Approximately 538 special interest aliens from Syria. Approximately 3,153 special interest aliens from Egypt. Approximately 12,624 special interest aliens from Uzbekistan. Approximately 30,800 special interest aliens from Turkey. Approximately 1,613 special interest aliens from Pakistan. Approximately 164 special interest aliens from Lebanon. Approximately 184 special interest aliens from Jordan. Approximately 123 special interest aliens from Iraq. And approximately 15,594 special interest aliens from Mauritania. In fiscal year 2021, Customs and Border Patrol seized approximately 11,200 pounds of fentanyl. In fiscal year 2022, CBP seized approximately 14,700 pounds of fentanyl. In fiscal year 2023, CBP has seized a record of approximately 27,000 pounds of fentanyl. Over 70,000 Americans died from fentanyl in fiscal year 2022. Fentanyl is now the number one killer of Americans between the ages of 18 and 45. I thought it was guns. Fentanyl kills approximately 300 (laughs) Americans every day. This is the amount of fentanyl that has been seized at the border. All right. It goes on for like another three, four minutes. We get the picture. Alejandro Mayorkas has facilitated the destruction of America through the Biden regime. And this 100% needs to be read on the national fake news. Let the sleeping sheep hear this. The problem is the messenger, because they will say, oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's an insurrectionist. She's, she wanted to overthrow the government on January 6th. She was in support of it. She should be, she should be impeached. She's a traitor. That's, there you go, AP Unfiltered. Since, since you got sober, you've lost 23 people you used to know in seven and a half years. It's wild. It's wild. It, you know, thank you, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for doing this. And I love how she had to call, she had to ask the, the chair to call the house to order because they're all having their side conversations because how many of them don't give a fuck about the destruction, the coordinated Destruction of America by the Uniparty. Alejandro Mayorkas not only should be impeached, he should be investigated thoroughly. His personal bank accounts, his family's bank accounts, and everything else. And good for you being on your sobriety, AP Unfiltered. I love hearing that. 
That's that's great shit. That is good shit. Marjorie Taylor Greene. What's going to happen here, people? What's going to truly happen here? Not to be a Debbie Downer, but how many Republicans are we going to be talking about next week that voted against impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas? How many? Take a guess. Is it going to be 10? Is it going to be 20? Is it going to be 30? Remember, 70 Republicans just voted to give the FBI $300 million for hunting American citizens for exercising their First Amendment rights. How many Republicans are not going to vote to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas? Throw the numbers in the chat right now. How many Republicans? Let's take a bet. I'm going to say 45 Republicans vote not to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. My number is 45. We are at war with China and Mexico. You're absolutely right. And just because we're not shooting at each other doesn't mean we aren't at war. We're at an information war. We're at a war at the southern border with the everything that they're pumping into our country to kill Americas, to kill Americans. And Alejandro Mayorkas is 100% complicit. He is a fucking goddamn traitor. 100%. AP Unfiltered is over 45. Buck Fidens, maybe 12, maybe a dozen, only 12. You have a lot of faith in the GOP Republican Uniparty, I'll tell you that. I tell you that. Even my dog agrees. He's barking. (laughs) But we got impeachments flying everywhere. We got subpoenas flying everywhere. I have some other stuff to cover. It is Freedom Friday. We're going to keep going. But first, but first, Jonathan Allen's favorite part of the show, the best cigar commercial of all time. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, My favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot Cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com, my company, Patriot Cigar Company, Head over to MyPatriotCigars.com, get yourself some great cigars, get some family members great cigars, get some merch, help build the brand, and uh, use promo code VETERAN until November 19th to get 30% off. That's the sale going on right now for Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com, use promo code VETERAN until the 19th to get 30% off the entire site. 
Obviously, after that, the promo code MAGA for 25% off is always available, but use promo code VETERAN, 30% off the entire site for Veterans Day in honor of our great veterans that serve or have served our great nation. The best part of the show (laughs) is the cigar commercial and the part with Bill Clinton. Well, the Dilly Mean team was on top of that. Ramble Rants, Phantom Shadow. They did a great job with the cigar commercial. Buy some for a deployed service member for Veterans Day at a deep discount plus the 30% off using promo code VETERAN at mypatriotcigar.com. Fuck you, Jonathan Allen, again. (laughs) The right-wing cigar king, dubbed, dubbed by the New York Times. Was it the Daily News? I don't remember. And Roger Stone. I was at a New York Young Republican Club I had hosted last uh, last year. I hosted a um, an event at a uh, bar, restaurant, kind of underground, clubbish thing in Little Italy in New York City. Roger Stone was there, and it was a it was a cigar and martini night with Roger Stone. And there was some reporters that had infiltrated the place, and they were talking about all of the people that were there, and you know Roger Stone and everything else. And they mentioned. And they even had cigars, and they had dubbed me the right wing cigar king, one of the reporters, which I, I thought was great. So I, I, you know, I capitalized on that. I am the right wing cigar king, <laughs> the cigar queen, Jonathan Allen. You're lucky I love you. So, one more impeachment to talk about, state level, and then we have some other stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going for a while, and I will also be doing the news on Steak for Breakfast podcast today, which is audio only the fastest-growing political podcast around in America. They have great guests, members of Congress, Trump surrogates, Don Jr., a lot of people on. I was on last week with Ben Carson. Uh, that was great. Eli Crane, a few others. Christina Bob, Trump's attorney, on there with her a lot. I don't know who's on the show today, but I will be on today, and that video will drop um, later on this afternoon. I am a violent cigar extremist. The right-wing cigar king, violent cigar extremist. I'm going to have to update my Twitter bio later. You're right, AP Unfiltered. There's a thing, I don't know, does anybody use it? They, they, they offer this thing, extended Twitter bio. What the fuck does that mean? You can just write more stuff? I saw it. I said, do you want to update your extended Twitter bio? Like, I, like I can't fit any more in the bio that's already there, and I just want people to know when, what time and where to find the show. But I have to look at that. Maybe I'll mess with it later. Right-wing cigar king, violent cigar extremist. I like it. I should get red hats like this made. Make cigars great again with the uh, Patriot cigar logo on the side. (gasps) Did I just come up with a great idea? The Patriot cigar logo on the side. Same font as this. Make cigars great again. Thank you, Jonathan Allen. I appreciate it. I'm glad you like the cigars. We're going to have some new ones coming out soon, actually, that I think everyone will enjoy. Um, and uh, it's, it's becoming popular among, you know, pretty big names in the conservative space, which is pretty cool, too. Now, hopefully they just fucking talk about it so other people like them, want to try them. Oh, look who's smoking the cigar. I want to try it. What do I got to get? Taylor Swift fucking smoking a Patriot cigar? <laughs> Never. Taylor Swift, don't buy cigars for me because I, I, I'll, I'm going to refund your money if you do. Just want you to know. 
I got blue and now I'm followed by an army of porn bots. <laughs> so I had that. So me too. I just had, I tweeted about that. I had that problem on Twitter. I'm like, yo, Elon, why am I getting fucking followed by all these porn bots and girls that want to like, you know, looking for, we look for a strong man. You follow me and get my sex video at this link. No, I'm good. Block, block, block. That could be why. Right after I tweeted about that and tagged Elon Musk, not saying he saw my tweet, I lost 400 followers overnight. 400. I was at like, still, I'm like at 7,900 followers. I was like at almost 8,300 and lost them, boom, overnight. Maybe they were all the porn bots. They were all upset. I didn't click and tickle their links. I didn't tickle their links. (laughs) Ah, Fuck them all. Anyway, one other... One other impeachment saga going on. Articles of impeachment filed against the lawless Democrat, Michigan Attorney General, Dana Nessel, for refusing to file charges in Muskegon fraudulent voter registration operation and using her position to punish political enemies and protect Democrat treasurer from prosecution. Hates Donald Trump. This is where the Michigan 16 come in. She's prosecuting 16 elderly alternate electors from the GOP, saying that they're fake electors, that they were trying to overthrow the election and having secret meetings, and they signed their names. And now they are all indicted by this piece of shit attorney general. But the GOP in Michigan is like, hey, fuck this bitch. Let's impeach her. Let's impeach the wicked witch of the, is Michigan, is that the, is that North, I I don't know. I'm a little stupid with geography right now. This afternoon, so Michigan, this is yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, so Michigan's, some of Michigan's most courageous lawmakers, Republican state rep, James DeSanta introduced articles of impeachment in a House resolution co-sponsored by Neil Frisk, Republican, Joseph Fox, Republican, Rochelle Smith, Republican, Matt Maddock, Matt Maddock, another Republican, Steve Cara, Josh Shriver, Angela Riggis, all Republicans. The House of Representatives has the sole power of impeaching civil officers for corrupt conduct in office. Attorney General Nessel has clearly breached the ethical standards of conduct of the Office of Attorney General, said James DeSena a Republican of the Michigan State House. Representative DeSanta introduced three articles of impeachment in his resolution. AP Unfiltered is a porn bot, just so everybody knows. Article 1 states that Nessel violated her constitutional oath of office by failing to faithfully discharge the duties of her office by failing to charge any of the individuals responsible for forging and filing fraudulent voter registrations in Muskegon. Article 1 outlines how Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel failed to satisfy her duties and abuse her positions as Attorney General. She has failed to charge individuals responsible for clearly fraudulent voter registration applications uncovered in a joint investigation involving her office in October of 2020. And it just goes on about What she didn't do, she was involved in an investigation, her office, into a statewide fraudulent voter registration ring that began in Muskegon by the Muskegon Police Department in October of 2020. The MSP report was given to the Gateway Pundit journalist Patty McMurray 
by Phil O'Halloran, a respected voter integrity activist and director of election integrity integrity with the Michigan GOP. Although the MSP report was initiated one month before the 2020 election, Michigan's top law enforcement official, AG Dana Nessel, and Michigan's top election official, uh, SOS Jocelyn Benson, who are both Democrats, never mentioned the investigation to the public. Even more curious, according to clerks across Michigan and Representative Ann Boland, chair of the House Election Integrity Committee, the clerks and members of the Michigan State Legislature were never informed of the investigation or told to be on the lookout for mass mailings of fraudulent voter registrations coming from a hotel in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Sounds like to me, they started the investigation before the election. They knew this was going on. They could not tell the public about this investigation. They didn't want to leak anything about what was going on to make people think that there were issues with the election, which clearly there were, and they swept it under the rug. The investigation was eventually turned over to the FBI. Uh Uh-oh. In 2022, as the FBI claimed the MSP and Muskegon Police Department's investigation into a statewide voter registration ring in Michigan appeared to involve multiple states. That's where the FBI comes in, of course, to sweep it under the rug even more. There is no voter integrity issues here. Even more troubling than Attorney General Nessel and SOS Benson never mentioning the statewide investigation into voter registration fraud, no charges were filed against those involved, even know the MSP report shows Michigan State Police, by the way, report shows SOS investigator Corey Ames and the Muskegon Police Department detective concluding that at least 18 of the registration applications they sampled were clearly fraudulent. If there's 18 fraudulent registration applications, there's a hundred and eighty that are fraudulent registration applications. Wow. Yep. So should Michigan residents have been warned about the potential danger of a voter registration group leaving rifles with suppressors and modified pistols in a rented hotel room? If GBI strategies was funded by Republican PACs instead of leftist groups working to elect Democrats, would these findings have been kept hidden from the public? Absolutely not. It would be terrorist investigations. Or would it have become a front-page story across America about how lethal weapons were found in a statewide voter fraud registration operation by right-wing extremists in Michigan? 110%. So the best they have, the best they have of these 16 people that they arrested, average age of like 70. The second article refers to Attorney General Nessel charging 16 Michigan GOP electors who cast an alternative slate of electoral votes for President Trump in 2020 with eight felonies each. Same thing they did in the 60s in Hawaii for Nixon. All but two of electors are senior citizens, and many live on fixed incomes. After the DOJ refused to take the case against the electors and the Ingham County prosecutor called her case against them weak, Attorney General Dana Nessel plowed through with her plans to charge her political enemies with charges that if she were successful in proving would amount to life sentences for many of them from the resolution to impeach Dana Nessel. She has also filed felony charges against 16 individuals who signed a certificate of the votes of the 2020 electors from Michigan, alternate electors, and purported to cast ballots 
as electors for the Republican nominees for president and vice president when her own statements indicate that the specific intent element of the crimes charged, the intent to defraud, cannot be proven. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the House of Representatives that Dana M. Nessel, Attorney General of the state of Michigan, is impeached for corrupt conduct in office. The following articles of impeachment are adopted by the House of Representatives and shall be exhibited to the Senate. 16 electors, alternate electors. On July 18, 2023, when A.G. Nessel announced the charges against the 16 Michigan GOP alternate electors, she made clear the crux of her case was based on the fact that the electors knew Trump had lost the election by the time they cast their ultimate alternate slate of electoral votes for him, but they did it anyhow. I'm not going to play an, uh, a video of her stating that. She announced the felony charges against the 16 Michigan residents for their role in alleged false elector scheme following the 2020 election, which is complete bullshit. And they knew it was bullshit, and she charged them anyway. On September 22nd, Attorney General Nessel was a guest at a liberal online event where she completely negated her own charges against the electors. When Nessel asked about Michigan GOP electors, she charged with eight felonies each. She foolishly replied that the electors were convinced that President Trump won the 2020 election. They legit believe that, she told them, adding that Ingham County, where, uh, where Lansing is located, is a very, very liberal county, suggesting that there is no way the Republican electors can get a fair trial, essentially admitting that the electors will have a very difficult time winning their case because of the very, very liberal district where she chose to have them tried. Wild, right? We have somebody new in the chat. Is that what I'm seeing right now? <clears throat> Who is it? Uh, Depanda1, new in the chat. Welcome. Welcome. Glad to have you. Hit the thumbs up. We have a great chat community here. We're live every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. Monday to Friday. Today's Freedom Friday. We're going well over the hour I, tip, I haven't done an hour show in a while though they've all been an hour and a half two hours because i just can't shut up and you people can't shut up so it is what it is so happy that you're all here hit the thumbs up it's great you're all great i'm welcome we love new people and we have great people in the chat the names you're seeing in the chat are here every morning we hope you uh, you know come in and every morning as well and have a great time with us because we really true we have a great group of patriots here and everybody is welcomed. So it's great to have you. Great to have you. So this bitch, Michigan AG Dana Nessel, trying to jam up 16 GOP alternate electors. They are the Michigan GOP House has filed articles impeachment on her. And this is the stuff that needs to happen, people. We need to start holding these piece of shit corrupt politicians accountable. The Trump haters who go out of their way trying to jam up American citizens, we need to hold them accountable. Show goes great with coffee and breakfast. It also goes great with a cigar. I was going to light up a cigar this morning and I forgot it. I literally had it out. I was going to smoke a cigar during today's show because I'm not having a, a tonight show where I usually typically smoke a cigar. I was going to smoke one today, but I didn't. 
All right, enough of the impeachments and subpoenas. There's a lot of impeachments and subpoenas being thrown around. Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, Michigan is getting rid of, hopefully getting rid of their attorney general. Who knows? A lot of them. A lot of subpoenas. Let's see what happens. Drop your favorite type of coffee in the comments section of the video. Yes. Oh, you're in, it's 1 a.m. in Australia. You're in Australia. Good morning. I wish you guys had your guns back so you could have protected yourselves from getting put into COVID camps. How are things in Australia these days? I love it. We have Steve from England, and we have DePanda from Australia. If you want to drop your real first name, we will remember it every time you're in the chat. Don't worry. Love it. Australia, England. We've gone international, people. MAGA Mornings is international. Love it. Lifeboat Coffee. So I like the coffee, the dark roast coffee from Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans, and they can it. And from what I was told, yeah, it's coffee, but it has the like the root in it. What the um, was it the chicory root or whatever it is? I'm I'm retarded when it comes to it, and it it makes it like addicting. Like I'm addicted to coffee. If I don't have coffee, a cup of coffee, in four to six hours, I get horrible caffeine headaches. That's like my bad vibe. My my bad vice. I'm probably five six cups a day. I need it. Depanda one, I I do wish I had guns. Only the, only the criminals allowed to have them here, and that's exactly what we don't want in America. So I would I would it'd be safe to say, Depanda one, that your advice as an Australian living in a country where they did mandatory buybacks for hundreds of thousands of guns and stripped the citizens the ability to defend themselves against intruders who have weapons, would your advice be, hey America? Do what you need to do and fight to keep your Second Amendment right and not let them take your guns. Would that be your advice for us? <laughs> uh, anyway, I did have something. Uh, I did have a, a, a going on thing a long time ago. I don't remember if it was Twitter or Instagram where someone from Australia was telling me that they, we should turn our guns in like they did, and we would be such a, a, a happier, safer place. Literally, that was someone from Australia was telling me that, and I, my answer was, did anybody you know get thrown into your COVID camps forcefully? And literally the person said, well, those people were infected. <laughs> okay, so you're one of those. Okay, all right, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. We're global now, people. MAGA Mornings is global. The Australian Parliament is getting grilled now for their treatment of citizens and real medical doctors. Can <laughs> you imagine? <sighs> it doesn't surprise me. Anyway, speaking of, y'all got sharks, crocodiles, and dangerous critters everywhere. You need your guns. Ain't that the, ain't that the truth right there? We are the show. Ain't that the truth? All right. Speaking of governments and how sh screwed up they are, because they do hate you. Congress, the government hates us. They hate us because we, what are you talking about? You're, you can't, you can't talk out against us. We rule you. We control you. We're the government. We know what's best for you. Shut up, peasants. They hate you. 70 House Republicans. This is where I say, let's see how many people, how many Republicans vote not to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas in, the, in next week. Because now we know 70 House Republicans love the FBI and love to give them money, even though they're out hunting American citizens in the woods of New Jersey, looking like a fucking army ranger team for not going in the Capitol. 
70 House Republicans vote to reward FBI with new $300 million headquarters as heavily armed FBI SWAT teams hunt January 6th protester and army captain in the New Jersey woods like he's a fucking mass murdering terrorist. <clears throat> Again, I don't think. Oh, what do we got? Oh, Cafe Cubano. I've had that coffee. It's very, very good. Very good. So that's right. You're Cuban. I have, uh, so being that obviously, you know, I own a cigar company. I have a six by six walk-in humidor in my basement. That's my private. I'm, I've just been a cigar collector forever, about 15 years now. And I have a lot of the old school Cuban cigars and, and pre-embargo stuff from collectors. I was uh, my blender for Patriot Cigars. Actually, um, was citizen of, of of Cuba. Of you know, he's now here in America working on his citizenship. He's here now at four years. I helped him come here, and uh, he's the blender of my cigars um, here. And uh, he ran the cigar uh, custom roll cigar store in the lobby of the Hotel Commodoro in. Havana. So, Jocko, if you're obviously you're f- you're from Cuba, so maybe you're familiar with that place, the Hotel Commodoro. And the hotel was it uh, Nationale. Anyway, 70 House Republicans, 300 million dollars. Wednesday, they voted to reward Chris Ray F- and the his FBI with a new $300 million headquarters that's going to be larger than the Pentagon. The FBI needs this. The entire Defense Department is at the Pentagon. The FBI needs a building bigger than the Pentagon. I wonder if they're going to have right-wing extremist training scenarios and and like there. Like, you know, they're going to have a whole wing that's just dedicated to right-wing extremism. This comes after years of FBI SWAT team raids on over 1,000 Trump supporters who attended the January 6, 2021 protests at the Capitol, and they're probably looking to arrest 1,000 more, if not more. At least 80% of these FBI investigations, stalking, plotting, and arrests were for nonviolent crimes, like standing outside the U.S. Capitol that day. The FBI also targeted Catholics, Christians, parents at school board meetings, journalists, and President Donald Trump. The FBI has also targeted just regular Americans. That's who they've targeted. Bearcats on lawns, flash grenades through windows and front doors, guns in children's faces. It's so bad, there's even a movie about it now, The FBI Abuse from Dinesh D'Souza, a new movie, Police State, which I actually watched last weekend and I never mentioned that I watched it. My wife and I watched it and I will tell you that... After watching that movie, it really you really come to terms with realizing if you're speaking out on social media about what's going on in this country negatively about our government, you're on a list. You're on a list. We're all on a list. Especially having a show called MAGA Mornings, We the People Radio on Tuesday evenings that I do with James Curry, Freedom Fridays, Make America Great Again. I'm on a list. You're on a list for watching. The FBI is here in the chat. I wish they would chime in and just say, hey, man, what's up? (sighs) We're all on a list. Watch Police State by Dinesh D'Souza. Watch it. I did. I paid to watch it on Rumble. I did. 
I did pay to watch it. I, I don't care. I people were complaining about the money. No. Well then, I, I don't know what to tell you. It it's it's a good movie to watch. You, you it really opens your eyes. My name is Dave and from the FBI. CAP filtered. I knew you were a fucking fed infiltrating the show, becoming the moderator. Oh, see, it's AP unfiltered all along. Hey, we should start a Discord so we can monitor you more. He started the Discord. You're a Fed. No, I'm just kidding. AP unfiltered is not a Fed. I think. <laughs> and here is a list of the 70 House Republican, the fucking rhinos that are funding the FBI 300 million more dollars for their state-of-the-art headquarters, which is going to come with state-of-the-art spying equipment and state-of-the-art computers and state-of-the-art spying software so they can see what you're doing in your house, in your bedroom, in your bathroom, in your garage, in your basement, and in your fucking attic. Representative Party State, but here, here they are. I'm not going to read all 70 names. My congressman's on this list, that piece of shit. Anthony D'Esposito from New York. A lot of people. Here's the list. It's on the Gateway Pundit. It's on the Gateway Pundit. And I'll, here, I'm going to do this. I'm going to jump over to the chat. I'm going to drop it in the chat. Just so, here's the link. Just so you can see for yourself. The 70 piece of shit members of Congress. And of course, the list includes many of the same rhinos who consistently vote against what their supporters want. Most of these people are voting against what their constituents want, which means they don't care about their constituents. Christopher Smith from New Jersey, who my good friend Mike Crispy ran against, voted for this. Mike Crispy, America First, good friend of mine. He has a great show over on LFA TV. I think it's called Crispy, Mike Crispy Unafraid. On, it's on Rumble. Mike Crispy's a great friend. I speak with him often. And he ran against Chris Smith in New Jersey. Chris Smith, 40-year do nothing member of Congress doesn't even live in the state of New Jersey. Actually, interesting. Not only not lives in his district, doesn't live in the state he's a representative from. Was never primaried before. Mike Crispy came along and primaried his ass last cycle and got like forty something percent of the vote, which was pretty good. I wish he would run again against him, but seventy. That's why I say how many people are going to vote against? Impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. You know? The AP Unfiltered has a great Rumble channel. And, and we are the show. Just make sure people you're following those two on Rumble. We are the show and AP Unfiltered. Please. <clears throat> so, 70. 70 scumbags. And there was one again. And I always have my issues with him here and there. But Matt Gates led the charge against the new FBI facility. He did. Here he is on the House floor talking about his colleagues that believe the FBI deserve this giant upgrade. 
Thank you, Mr. Speaker. The FBI wants a massive new complex for their Washington, D.C. area-based activities. They want to spend more than $300 million on that complex, though the FBI has an employee base that's about 2.3% of the United States military. Mr. Speaker, they're literally asking for something that is larger than the Pentagon for the FBI. And so my amendment would disallow any planning, spending, distribution of funds for that purpose. I don't believe that the FBI deserves a massive new headquarters or Washington field office. The uh, activities inside of Washington, the greater Washington metro area, have really driven a lot of the investigative work we have done. It's not bad folks from the FBI out at some field office in middle America or, or elsewhere in the country. It is the Washington DC based activities that have pressured other field offices for no good law enforcement reason. It's the DC based entities that have suppressed credible investigative leads into criminal conduct over the objections of other bureaus and offices. And they've initiated investigations into American citizens merely for engaging in constitutionally protected speech. They've attempted to entrap members of the United States Senate by holding false classified briefings. That's testimony we got from Senators Grassley and Senator Johnson. They've also worked hard to censor factual information harmful to their preferred political candidates, notably the Hunter Biden laptop story that the FBI based in the DC metro area uh, were involved in, in cajoling censorship of. Building a new headquarters would condone, reinforce, and enable the Washington field office of the Federal Bureau of Investigation's nefarious behavior. We shouldn't do it, and we should adopt this amendment to ensure that's the case. I reserve. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman, and uh, my thanks to, um, to the minority side for giving me an opportunity to speak. I rise in opposition to the gentleman from Florida's amendment. We're not always going to hate the FBI. Steve Womack wants to give the FBI $300 million. Here's, here's one of the rhino scumbags now. But what I do know is that when I toured the FBI headquarters, I saw it in a state of disrepair that is going to need the attention of the owners of that property. And that's us. The fact is the building is crumbling and there's going to be, the, there's going to be a need to do something. What that something is, I'm not an expert on. But I think it would be wrong for us to be taking this act this action today pursuant to this amendment without having at least a hearing and an opportunity for the people. Fuck this guy. $300 million. Oh, wait, wants to give 300 billion, $300 million for a new headquarters larger than the Pentagon because the building is crumbling. Go do some maintenance on the building. That's the government's fault for not keeping up on maintenance of their properties, which is typical in government fashion. Lowest bidder, whatever it is, government contracts, go and fix your shit. You, you, you got, you, is the building is crumbling, it's going to collapse? The FBI building in Washington, D.C. is going to collapse? Is the Capitol collapsing? Is the White House crumbling? $300 million new headquarters, bigger than the Pentagon. Yeah. Our country is crumbling. Our country is crumbling when the weaponization of our agencies are targeting American citizens for exercising their First Amendment right. Congressman Steve Womack.
take your $300 million and your new FBI headquarters and shove it up your ass, your Arkansas ass, because our country is crumbling because of the Biden regime policies. Our country is crumbling because people like you, Representative Steve Womack, are allowing our FBI to target us for exercising our First Amendment right. This fucking rhino needs to be primaried. I see 70 primaries that need to happen. To answer your question, uh, Depanda won. Donald Trump will be allowed to run because he's. they are attempting to take him off ballots and they're losing in every state because the 14th Amendment, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment does not apply to the President of the United States any way you look at it. And even if he was convicted of all 91 counts from the four indictments that are currently against him, he can still run for, get elected, and hold the office of President of the United States. Fact. A lot of people weren't political until 2020 war, and that opened up a lot of people's uh, eyes. 100%. 100%. But more people are waking up every day, and that's what we need. 70 Republicans funded the FBI of $300 million to build a new headquarters. But guess what? It's not going to be in D.C., not going to be in like washington dc no here's the update of the article maryland has been selected for the new fbi headquarters as 70 gop representatives approved 300 million dollar funding just out of dc but not far too far away from the swamp not too far away what they should do is say you know what 300 million dollar funding for the fbi no problem we're going to build it in Arizona in the fucking desert. We're going to build it next to, we're going to build it in New Mexico next to Area 51. There you go, Arizona. We'll build it next to a fucking military base. Well, why in Arizona? Why does it have to be so far from DC that that's how far it has to be? Arizona. $300 million? Arizona. Fuck you. Build it in Alaska next to the, the Kodiak Coast Guard base. Send them there. It's part of the United States. Hey, maybe they could buy some land in Maui after the after the uh, the wildfires right next to the military base there. Ship the FBI there. They can hang out with Oprah Winfrey. Fuck these people. Maryland. Yeah, we'll get them out of D.C. Yeah. As the fiscal year 2024 approaches, the debate over government spending has taken center stage with Representative Steve Womack's introduction of H.R. 4664. The bill provides appropriations for several federal departments and agencies, including Department of the Treasury, the Executive Office of the President, the Judiciary, the District of Columbia, and several independent agencies. The independent agencies funded in the bill include the Administrative Conference of the United States, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the Consumer Pro- Product Safety Commission, the Election Assistance Commission, uh, election, did you say Election Fraud Assistance Commission, the Federal Communications Commission, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the Federal Election Commission. All look at this. All of these. U.S. Tax Court. There you go. We're going to fund the U.S. Tax Court, U.S. Postal Service, Small Business Administration, Selective Service System. Well, hopefully they'll 
draft all the all the transgenders. The Securities and Exchange Commission, Public Buildings Reform Board, Office of Special Counsel, Personnel Management, Office of Government Ethics. There is a such a thing? Corrupt. Come on, people. The Harry S. Truman Scholarship Foundation. <sighs> the amendment was proposed by Representative Matt Gates, effectively seeking to bar the utilization of any funds for acquiring property intended for the new FBI headquarters. On Wednesday, Gates launched a attack against the House, the FBI, and Democrats while on the House floor, criticizing their appeal for funding aimed at developing an expansive new facility in Washington, D.C. They want to spend more than $300 million on that complex, though the FBI, again, has the employee base that's about 2.3% of the United States military. They're literally asking for something that is larger than the Pentagon for the FBI. Yep. And Steve Womack came to the conclusion that we're not always going to hate the FBI. Well, we're going to hate the weaponization of it and the bureaucracy in the FBI always. Always we will. And now they're going to get their $300 million facility in Maryland. It'll probably go through without a hitch. And they will build it. And then they will target more right-wing extremists. That's how that's going to go. So maybe they'll put solar panels on it. Yeah, how many, how many buildings across our nation are owned by the, the federal government and just sit empty? I mean, just, again, just send them, send them to Arizona. Send them to Arizona. Oh, this is great. I just, I just happened to look in the chat. I love people. I just happened to look in the comments. This is great. The first comment. Some, <laughs> I love people. After a required commercial on your cigars, you take the first 10 minutes talking about your cigars. I could not watch anymore. Ken clicked off your video. Oh, Cliff. Cliff Lore. Well, see you later, princess. I really don't give a shit if you don't like me talking about my cigars. Did you want me to sit here talking about Mike Lindell's MyPillow? Did you want me to sit here and talk about Leaf of Greens and get all these people to sponsor my video? No, I self-sponsor. For that, Cliff, enjoy not watching my show, and you can fuck right off. <laughs> I love that. Shit like that is funny. I might have to pin that comment. I want everyone to see that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's the best cigar commercial ever. Don't make me hit that fucking button again. <laughs> all right, we got a few more things. We got a few more things. I'm glad you're all here. You got me in the background. You're watching the show. I'll tell you this too. You want to know what'll help? If you have two devices, put it on two de devices. I found this out. I didn't even realize this. I guess it's a trick among watching content on YouTube and rumble that if you have a phone and you have a, an iPad or whatever it is, and you watch it from the separate devices, it counts as two separate views. I had, I didn't, I never knew that until recently I watched a video and they were telling, I don't remember who I was watching and they were saying, Oh yeah. Watch from, Oh, it was, uh, it was Fleckus talks. They were saying it. Oh, yeah, it was Richard the Rat Boy. Oh, yeah, if you have multiple devices, watch them on multiple devices so you get you get the viewership. I'm like, isn't that cheating? Eh, maybe not. I, I didn't I didn't know, but apparently it works. 
the phone rumble app. Well, there we go. Now it's working. Anyway, a couple more things. This I thought was pretty cool. And this I would love to see happen across America more and more and more and more. Small Michigan town ousts its entire government on election day and changes the town hall locks over its support for a Chinese-owned electric battery plant. How great is that? Yeah, we do. We I I drop f bombs. You you. This is an unapologetic show, um, Depanda. I drop the f bomb. I say fuck a lot. I say cunt a lot. So I spent the day with Donald Trump over the summer at Live Golf. He dropped a lot of f bombs, and then I know he said it on multiple occasions, but he said it right to me. He says, "You know, people that swear a lot are the most intelligent." And uh, it's been said to me before, and I, I find that. I don't trust people that don't curse. I, I don't. When someone says, oh, please watch your language. No, fuck off. I'm not going to watch my language. They're typically stupid people. Anyway, Michigan town asked its entire government. Love it. While Tuesday's elections results were an epic catastrophe overall for the GOP because our RNC GOP chair and RNC just sucks, a little place in rural Michigan showed that there is still hope for we the people. The Blaze reported Wednesday that Green Charter Township, a town with roughly 3,200 people located in central Michigan, voted out their entire township board, which governs the city. After they ignored their concerns and cut a dirty deal with a company named Goshen Incorporated. Then they put a little icing on the cake afterward and they changed the town hall locks just hours after the vote. Goshen is a corporation which makes batteries for electric vehicles. While the company is headquartered in Silicon Valley, its parent company is based in the People's Republic of China and has ties to the CCP. As the Blaze notes, All seven members cut a $2 billion deal with Goshen back in December of 2020, allegedly over the prospect of jobs. But ordinary people soon caught wind over the potential for communist infiltration and the horrific impacts the massive plant would have on the environment. Back in April, residents angrily confronted the Quislings for selling them out to the great foreign adversary. They're not adversaries. They're fucking enemies, the the CCP in China. So all of these people that were just voted out over this $2 billion deal in 2020, I think those people should be investigated, and I think those people should be uh, uh, subpoenaed and their financial records subpoenaed, check their bank accounts, check their financial records, how many of them own shell companies or or self-employed with shell companies and see what kind of deposits were put in those accounts far back Go back before 2020, go back two years before for this $2 million deal that the seven members of this government brokered with this CCP-tied company. Back in April, residency, okay, okay, they confronted them. China is our number one enemy, one angry resident yelled. My family members fought communism, and you're bringing it right here, screamed another. News Nation uncovered documents proving that the residents had every right to be alarmed. 
These require Goshen to set up a party organization and carry out party activities in accordance with the Constitution of the Communist Party of China and ensure necessary conditions for carrying out party activities. How many deals like this has companies like this made with local governments all over the United States? And here's one with 3,200 members in the community and seven members on their board, and they voted them all out. How many more deals are going undetected like this, farmland in America and things like that? Sarah Huckabee Sanders, governor of Arkansas, she's the first governor to, to craft legislation and get it passed where a China holding, uh, tied holdings company has to give up all their real estate because the farmland that they're buying is tied to the CCP for doing something like seed research. Nope, Chinese can't buy land in the state of Arkansas because of Governor Sarah Huckabee Sand- Sanders, only state that seems to be doing it. Moreover, the plant posed a severe threat to the endangered species and drinking water. The Economic Development and Responsibility Alliance of Michigan points out the plant was slated to be built atop what is currently a pristine wetland site. It hosts many rare species, including blue heron, bald eagles, several species of bats, and possibly even the Carner blue butterfly. The nonprofit also notes that this wetland site, which helps to regulate local aquifers, runs through a creek less than a half a mile into the Muskegon River, a prominent Lake Michigan waterway. Yeah, I don't want this Chinese battery factory built there. The Gateway Pundit previously reported that Goshen even tried to seize 260 acres of farmland in the town, but they backed off thanks to the efforts of brave single mother Lori Brock, who owns approximately 150 acres, where she raises a variety of animals, Next door to several pieces of property purchased with Michigan taxpayer dollars where the battery factory would be located. Sounds like they got rid of a lot of corruption that was just about to happen in this small town in Michigan. Green Charter residents next decided only a November recall of the entire board could stop this treason and were able to gather enough signatures over the course of several months to do so. The board otherwise would have been secure until November of 2024, and the plant may have been in place by that time. Two board members, James Peake and Gary Todd, decided to, decided to resign, rather face the voters' wrath. Then on Tuesday, more than 1,000 Green Charter residents stormed to the polls to oust the other five sellouts. Trustees Dale Jernstadt and Roger Carroll, Clerk Janet Clark, Treasurer uh, Denise McFarlane, and Supervisor James Chapman got rid of him. Each challenger won by at least six points. Jason Cruz defeated Chapman with 60% of the vote, while Jeff Thorne knocked off Jernstadt with 62%. Kelly Cushway won 57% of the vote against Carroll. Lorian, thanks for coming. We'll see you Monday. Corey Rebo beat Clark for the clerk position with 53%, and Robert Henderson also received 53% to beat McFarland for the treasurer post. They got rid of them all, forced two to resign and got rid of the other five through election, and all of them got between 50 and 62% of the vote. That is unbelievable. And here they are. They're not wasting any time. New elected leaders are changing the locks at the main government building after the entire board was voted out over support for Chinese-affiliated CCP-connected EV electric vehicle battery plant. Look, changing the locks. See you later, you fucking commies. Treasonous sons of bitches. Small town of Michigan. We need this on a whole 
tremendous nationwide scale. Come on. And this is uh looks like a reporter. Oh, I don't know what happened there. Hold on. Hey, I just wanted to give everyone an update from Michigan, and it's a lot to type out, so I figured I'd do a quick video. You guys know I've been covering this story, several different stories with these Chinese-affiliated companies trying to move into small towns. There's this big electric vehicle battery plant trying to come to Green Charter Township, Michigan, where I am now. Um, and basically, the citizens organized, and tonight, like, they just took out their entire local government. They had this, this is election, and the citizens against the Chinese project have won this battle like they took out their whole village board that was voting for um the project to move forward that approved the chinese affiliated project every single one of them like i just went in the polls closed i never i've covered a lot of elections i've never had this happen before but like in this little township they printed out the results for me like right out of the voting machine <laughs> um they printed out six copies like one for me and a bunch of official copies and i ran out and i um like tallied up all the um, in person and absentee votes and every single um, village board member has been ousted in this town. People have been on this board for a very long time and all of the people who were running to stop the Chinese affiliated project um, won. So isn't that great? This is going to be really interesting because this project has been approved. There's a development deal. Um, They're going to kill and it. Now you've got a whole new village board that's totally against it. I'm sure it's going to lead to a lawsuit and stuff, yep. but like big win here. I just interesting because it, I, um, it seems like, to happen in the beginning and everywhere. Grassroots effort, like among these citizens here, like the, um, federal government wasn't helping them at all. The state government wasn't helping and they just organized, um, like, if you've been following my stories, like Lori, who owns the horse farm and Ormond, um, and his wife, and just these kind of like everyday people that had no connection to politics. Everyday people that have no connection to politics making a difference. Imagine if this happened all over the country. This started on a local level, a town of 3,200 people where they organized, they forced two members of their government to resign, and they replaced five others in elections and blew them out of the fucking water. Imagine if we could get this done on state levels. Just imagine what that could be like on state levels, on a federal level. And unbelievable grassroots organization. I don't think, I've never ever seen anything like that. Maybe you have, I'd love to know about it, but this story will not be carried on mainstream media. They don't want people to see in small communities of three and 4,000 people uprising against their governments and replacing them. Could you imagine? It's, it's wild. It, it, it's wild. We don't want China infiltrating our government more than it already has and continues to do especially small governments. We want them out and we want people that are serving in our, in, in our government that are supposed to be subservient and servants of our people, we the people, we want them fucking out. We want them out. Treasonous scumbags. <laughs> Hit the thumbs up, people.
all of you watching the show right now, if you're on a device where you can hit the thumbs up, and if you don't have a Rumble account and you're just watching, throw your email in and log in, and you can be able to chat and like and all of that stuff. Smash the thumbs up. It's the only way the show keeps continuing is getting out there into the Rumble world. I won't say buying my cigars because someone might leave a a negative comment that I'm talking about my cigars too much because I don't want to talk about my cigars too much, even though they're my cigars and I talk about them a lot and I'm very proud of them. If you go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use promo code VETERAN, you get 30% off of my cigars, MyPatriotCigars.com. Sorry, I talked about them again. I'm sorry. Somebody leave a negative comment and then go fuck off. Okay, next. The story we spoke about yesterday the big DOJ prostitution ring that they crashed, that they, you know, arrested people and elected officials were there and military officers used and scientists and doctors. Well, guess what? Now the investigators suspect prostitution ring may have been part of Chinese espionage plot targeting military officers and elected officials. Where's Eric Swalwell? And Fang Fang. We haven't heard that name in a while. Where's Eric Swalwell and Fang Fang? The want to talk about a honeypot operation? I can get behind this. I believe this is 100% happening. And this is just one thing that was uncovered. Of course, we don't know who's on the Epstein list because they have that list. It won't give it to us. We will probably never know who's on this list because the federal government's involved now and they will never allow that list to be leaked when they do know who the people are because you have to register for this site. Will those Chinese people that got locked up sing like birds? Investigators suspect the prostitution ring may have been part again of an espionage plot targeting military officers and officials. The Justice Department on Wednesday, the Injustice Department on Wednesday announced arrests in high-end brothel network used by elected officials, military officers, doctors, and more. And according to the Injustice Department, the ringleaders operated the two websites to advertise Asian models. Oh, hello. For photography as a front. Oh, you come and take a picture? Aha. Uh-huh. Hey, fucky sucky, $15. Three individuals have been arrested in connection with operating sophisticated high-end brothels in greater Boston and eastern Virginia. Commercial sex buyers allegedly included elected officials, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officers, government contractors that possess security clearances. (gasps) China. Professors, attorneys, scientists, and accountants, among others. The U.S. Attorney's Office of the District of Massachusetts said. We'll never know who they are. How many leaks were there? Ew. Oh, you could take that any way you want it. Leaks. How many leaks happened in the brothels? I'm not talking about discharges. I'm talking about leaks. Oh, man. According to the DOJ, the following defendants have been charged with conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel to engage in illegal sexual activity. Han Lee, a.k.a. Hana. 41 years old of Cambridge, Massachusetts. James Ree, Ree with an L, 68 of Torrance, California. And Jun Mai Young, that sounds like a porn name. Jun Mai Young, Lee, Ree, 30 of Dedham, Massachusetts. Oh my God. Swallowswell, Eric Swallowswell, where is he? Where's Eric Swallowswell? 
According to the charging documents, the defendants operated an interstate prostitution network with multiple brothels from July 2020 to present in Cambridge and Watertown, Massachusetts, as well as Fairfax and Tysons, Virginia. Close enough to D.C. You got to have the place that's close enough to D.C., but not in D.C., where the elected officials and people with security clearances can go in the cover of night and drive through windy roads, pull in the parking lot and get blown by Asian prostitute. Oh, hello. You'll come with a security clearance? Oh, we like you. The U.S. Attorney's Office did not disclose the, disclose the client list. The U.S. Attorney's Office did not disclose the client list. They never will. I, Oh, hello, General Mary. You come in right now. You like a big boy massage, right? Oh, hello, General Mary. <laughs> well, only three people ran it, which I find that hard to believe. Well, I mean, who knows? Will they do? Are they heavy duty CCP operatives? Will we ever know? Will we know if, oh, General Mary, you came from Happy Ending? That's about as good as my Asian accent comes, comes out. I'll probably be chastised for racism and Asian hate. Nobody, I don't hate Asians. How can I hate Asians? There's a Chinese restaurant on every fucking street corner, and I love mushu pork. So shut the fuck up, people. Speaking of leaks, some singers' ass injections were leaking during a concert. Humanity has had a good run. Who was the singer whose ass injections were leaking during a concert? You know who, whose ass I can't wait to start leaking? Kim Kardashian. I want Kim Kardashian's ass injections to start leaking. <clears throat> this case goes back to the summer of 2022 when investigators identified several buyers through surveillance, phone records, and interviews. So they know who these people are. They know who they are. We never will. But it's the feds. It's the Department of Injustice. Executives of high-tech companies and pharmaceutical companies. Oh, you're from a Pfizer. Oh, you come this room. Come on. Come on. It's fucking bizarro world. Epstein's client list. We have CCP espionage fucking brothels banging elected officials and military officials, security clearance. Come on, man. Oh, but it gets, it's just, it's more, it's more fucking bizarre, people. It's more bizarre. Because I have to skip to this story because we're talking about the China, we talked about China and the CCP infiltrating. I mean, infiltrating small towns in Michigan where they have to replace the entire government, infiltrating with honeypot sex slaves for military officials and elected officials in fucking Massachusetts and Fairfax, Virginia, close enough to D.C., but far enough away that people might not follow you all to now you have sick Democrats that want to bring our enemies to, I don't know, who's Katie Price? I don't know who that is. She had ass injections that leaked during a concert? Oh, that's horrible. That's embarrassing. Obviously, she didn't go to a good enough plastic surgeon. Or she was just really rough on her ass. Literally, we have Democrats that are inviting our enemies to secret nuke facilities. I shit you not, people. That's the name of the person with the leaky butt. GOP objects when Dem, Democrat, Demo Rat, Demon Rat, stunningly invites enemies to secret nuke facility. Way to go, Democrats. 
Way to go. <sighs> this scheme would lead to our own destruction. Members of the Republican Party in Congress are objecting, thank God, loudly, thank God, after a key Democrat leader invited America's enemies to have full access to one of the nation's secret weapons facilities. I am leading my colleagues in demanding that President Biden revoke the misguided invitation to our adversaries, enemies, in Beijing and Moscow that grants them unprecedented access and insight into our nuclear weapons, said GOP conference chair Elise Stefanik in an interview with Fox. Inviting communist China and Russia to have front, a front row seat to our sensitive nuclear weapons tests will give them invaluable information on how to defeat our nuclear capabilities and improve their own. It was Joe Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, who issued the invitation to China and Russia to have unprecedented access to the Nevada National Security Site run by the Department of Energy. Ugh, my brain hurts. Stefanik led a coalition of 18 House Republicans to offer pushback to Granholm over access to the nuclear testing site. Only 18 House Republicans? Why not as every House Republican in lockstep not on this pushback on this fucking dumb twat secretary from the Biden administration allowing China and Moscow to walk into one of our nuclear facilities in Nevada? Fox reported a letter to Granholm blasted Biden's appointee for her actions. Bloomberg reported in September that the DOE's National Nuclear Security Administration invited Chinese and Russian officials to tour the site to prove the U.S. is upholding a three-decade moratorium against testing nuclear weapons. We don't have to prove shit to any of these motherfuckers. How's that? We're the fucking world power. We don't prove anything to you. You prove to us. Fuck you. Stefana continued, at a time when our adversaries are growing their nuclear stockpiles to undermine America's leadership, allowing them access to one of our nuclear test sites will only advance the pursuit and lead to our own destruction. It's like, what do they want to do? They want this nuclear arms race. They want Iran to have a nuclear weapon. What do you think? China's not going to share with Iran what's going on or Russia's not going to? Come on. Ugh. Bloomberg had reported that the NNSA handed out invitations to Chinese and Russian officials to tour the location where the U.S. conducts sensitive nuclear experimentation. Remember the 60s? What started the Cold War? Mind you, CCP set up shop in Cuba. <laughs> Representative Doug Lamborn, representative out of Colorado, also signed the letter and charged that allowing foreign experts to watch U.S. nuclear testing activities allows them to derive our methods and procedures, and this destroys deterrence. It destroys America. We are allowing, we're inviting Chinese and Russian government into our nation's secret weapons facilities. What else? What do you say? Yeah, Granholm again. Did she ever dump her private stocks in renewable energy research and development? That's a stupid question. Do you really think she would? I mean, none of them will. Imagine that, though. Well, thank God at least 18 Republican members of Congress signed on to a letter objecting to it. Thank you. It's bizarre world. A few more things I'm getting through.
long show today. But hey, it is what it is. We'll talk about more bizarre shit. And I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I'm just going to let it be known. And this is why I hate. This is why I hate organized religion. It's just, it's like all of this shit. It's just, it's not political fatigue. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's anger. It's anger that we have people that are leading our, representing us and leading our government into, in leading our country into just fucking total destruction and despair. And here, for all you big Catholic churchgoers, again, I have my faith, but I hate fucking organized religion. Catholic Church will now allow transgenders to be baptized and serve as godparents. Church noted transgender children can also be baptized. <laughs> Did they not are they, are they are they not reading the Bible anymore? Is the Catholic Church done with the Bible or are they just doing whatever this kid fucker in the Vatican who spends all the time in the kid fucking dungeon with his red shoes made out of fucking kid skin? say are we are we are we done with the bible is the catholic church done with the bible is, is it over just, just just say come out the 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 bible is null and void it is truly just a book of bullshit and lies can they just come out and say it and just say all right everyone can fuck each other in the ass same-sex marriage we can have transgenders be baptized and you can fuck all the kids you want are they gonna are they in the are they writing a new bible like what's going on what is going on? <sighs> no, I know it was a sarcastic question. I know that. Of course I know that. Of course I know that, Robin Sue. I'm very sarcastic too, and I have a dark sense of humor. Sometimes I come off abrasive. I love you all. <laughs> the Vatican's doctrinal office has announced that transgender people can receive baptisms, serve as godparents, and be witnesses in religious ceremonies in the Roman Catholic Church. Holy water is boiling. Are there any transgender nuns in the Catholic Church? Assigned to a, whatever the fuck they call them. Congregation. Are there any transgender priests? I know there are gay priests. Well, I think well, they're all gay. They all seem to want to stick it in kids, boys, older boys. I mean, this this is it. Come on. The Vatican's new stance stems from Brazilian Bishop Jose Negri asking the church's dicastery of the doctrine of the faith six questions regarding LGBTQ people and their ability to participate in matrimony and baptisms. No, they shouldn't be allowed to. Here, here's the Bible. Read it. Here's the stereo instructions of religion. Just fucking read it. It's not that hard. It's not hard. Enough of that. Catholic Church is now going to allow trannies to serve as godparents, be baptized in the Roman Catholic Church. You guys can have it. You already have a bunch of, of kid fuckers in there anyway that you just want to move around the world, not do anything about and hold them responsible. Let's have some good news. I need some good news. Federal judge smacks down Biden's ATF AR-15 gun ban. Oh, fuck you and your gun bans. A Trump-appointed federal judge has smacked down an attempt by Biden's ATF to ban AR-15 pistols with arm braces. It's amazing. No matter how bad crime gets, Democrat left is still intent on trying to disarm law-abiding Americans. Where's our friend from Australia? 
Gun sales are through the roof right now, as Americans were horrified by the attacks on mostly unarmed Israelis by Hamas in October. Federal judge late Wednesday gave millions of gun owners breathing room when he slammed the Biden administration's effort to ban a big slice of the AR-15 market. This is a win, people. This is a win. A U.S. District Court Judge Matthew Kazmarek blocked the ATF from enforcing its ban on AR-15-style pistols equipped with arm braces, calling the agency's new rule unlawful. Well, thank God for that. Public safety concerns must be addressed in ways that are lawful. This rule is not, said the Trump-appointed judge. Thank you, Donald Trump, for appointing great judges, by the way. Thank you. The nine-page decision is the latest to challenge the ATF over its rule, requiring millions of owners of brace guns to register the firearms and pay a $200 tax or face 10 years in jail. Kazmarek's decision is the most sweeping covering the whole country. At issue is the ATF's rule issued earlier this year to ban the braces on the guns. The agency claims it turns a pistol into a dangerous rifle and supports have cited how the weapon had been used in a handful of mass shootings. It's all bullshit. However, for years before its ban, the ATF allowed the braces to be sold, and they have become so common that some estimated 40 million or more are in circulation, making the AR-style pistol one of the most commonly held firearms in the nation. It's a fact. And here is the gun with the pistol brace. Judge crushes ATF AR-15 gun ban. I love it. Lefties are going crazy. David Hogg had a seizure in his bed this morning. Now more than ever, people are concerned about protecting themselves and their families, yet the Democrats keep pushing people to disarm. Well, thank you, Judge Kazmarak, whatever your name is, for smacking down Biden's ATF AR-15 gun ban. Thank you very much. Very, very happy about that. I'm going to leave it there. I have one more thing to get through, but you know what? I'm not even going to bother. It's Freedom Friday. Literally almost a three-hour show. And uh, ask God if the Mormons are correct. I, I don't, I'm just I'm done with it. I'm, I'm want nothing to do with organized religion. I think organized religion is the, uh, is the other death of America. It is what it is. All right, everybody, I am going to leave you, if this stops for a second, with another great video from a Dilly meme team member, Lauren Eve. And uh, I will be back tomorrow morning. No, today's Friday. I just, I just, I thought today was Thursday for a minute. Holy shit, I just had a brain fart. Freedom Friday. I'm going to be back Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. There's no Freedom Friday tonight on Memes of the Week. We'll be back at some point next week. I, pretty sure with the evening shows but um i'll be back monday morning 8 a.m eastern on maga mornings on rumble hit the like hit the follow and all that good stuff let's watch this
We need him back. We need the MAGA energy. We need him back, people. Donald Trump 2024 has to happen. Retribution presidency. I'm ready for it. Listen, have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. We'll see you soon. Have a good weekend. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America and God bless Patriot cigars.